Welcome to the Corpus Street's podcast. And today we have a special guest. We have okay. um, the producer, the uh, what is it called? The just the producer, right? The creator of the Corpus Streets theme. Hey. We have our okay. old buddy, friend of the show, friend in real life. We got Byron. Turn up. AKA Anonymous. AKA Anonymous, right? AKA Gene. AKA Gene. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a bunch of names. Welcome to the show, good brother. Right on, right on. It's long overdue. We about to be two years in and you just now getting on. Like, you made that intro for us damn near two years ago. Man, I got to make y'all a new one now, then. <laughs> nah, man, it's nah, a this staple. This one still goes hard, yeah. Yeah, it's a staple in the show. Maybe uh, maybe we get some, some commercial music or something. Something to go, don't go to commercial or something. You can make something for us like that. It's still, it's still really dope to me. It's been a lot of times where I, I like start the show and like listen to the intro all over again i think it's dope man all right it's still it's still classic. yeah i think it's dope it's one of those classic things so but we're not here to talk about that we we have some some other things we want to get into but before we get into that um so did you do anything that was corporate street today uh tj you know what i did oh by the way before we get into the corporate street talk we do have another guest on the show oh yeah we have baby Boston on the show, got, so you might hear young, her every now and again. We do have young Boston young uh, boss. is here. <laughs> <laughs> the boss. Baby boss. So, But uh, I did do some corporate street. So I'm driving home from a long day at work, right? It's around 6 p.m., so it's super dark. Street lights are on. Surrounding businesses got their lights going, headlights from other cars. That has the area pretty well lit up. I pull up to a light. I'm waiting to make my left turn. Now, the light is green. It's the green circle. Which means for me to make my left turn to cross that street, I gotta I gotta wait on the opposite going traffic, right? Yep. And so I'm waiting on this last car to pass by. And it's a slow poke. They they slowly glide past me and I proceed to make that left turn. And everything appears to be normal until I see this little kid. Well, I won't say little kid, he's probably a teenager. He uh, I see him out my peripheral vision, out the corner of my eye. So I blew my horn and homie damn near jumped out of his skin. I think we saw each other at the same time and I was startled for the moment because I could have hit the dude and as a dad at first I had sympathy for the little dude man because I'm thinking like man I almost hit him like I know he I know he's shaking up because he almost got hit by a car but then I looked back and saw that the crosswalk had a red hand on it which means stop don't walk and in that instant my mind switched from being a caring compassionate dad to man fuck his feelings I bet it's smart ass to start following those traffic signs now. So, <laughs> so did you like? Did you like lay into the horn, or you just gave him like a little blip of the horn? No, because I was a caring, compassionate dude. Like I saw it was a, uh, like a teenager, so I just I just alerted him that I was around and I didn't right. want to hit him. But had I known what I know now, I'd have laid it to it for sure. I, you know what? This takes me back because I remember talking. I vividly remember talking to my son when he was about 12 or 13 about crossing four-way streets and he thought he knew it all. He told me, well, if I see the red hand, as long as I go alongside of the flow of traffic, I should be fine. And I had to explain to him, well, the people that make right turns, they're not paying attention to you. The people on the other side of the street that get the green light for the left turn, just like I was, they're not paying attention to you because they have the right of way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... 
It really, it really. I had, I got street for that moment, man. Man, fuck that little kid. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your kid. You should have been following the traffic signs, man. That's good. How about Byron? Like, so this is something we do every week. We we ask, have you done anything that was corporate street or corporate or street? Have you done anything that could fit any of those categories in a, lately? Man, I just left Berkeley driving a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. That's corporate wow. and street. That's corporate yeah. and street. That's perfect. And that's, that, that is perfect. And that's that's pretty simple. I love my hybrid too. I get like forty miles per gallon if I close right. Yeah. So and then. Is it is, is it a is it a oh a hybrid? It's not an electric car. So like you know they say with the Priuses and stuff, you can't hear him. You can't hear him coming. So that would be good for the ops, right? Like if you about to like <laughs> do a drive by and you just you just like floor it and it makes no noise. They don't even, they just hear like the whoosh coming by. Nah. It, hey yo, and and speaking of that, and that goes back to that case. Those those right turns, you know what I'm saying? Kids ain't gonna hear you pull up. You know, if they ain't following the right traffic signs, man, I don't know. People follow the traffic signs. They, there's there's traffic signs for a reason. Actually, that's one of the most, that's the thing that makes me anxious most when I'm driving is making a right turn at a red light. That makes me really anxious because I don't know if the pedestrians are going to get the green crosswalk. And when they get that green crosswalk, they feel like they own the planet. So they're not looking around to see if Well, they do have moving. the right of way. I was just they do. Say, regardless of what the lights say, you know what I'm saying. You should be looking anyway. Yeah. I'm from the era, man, where we cross the street in the middle of the street, the top of the street, the bottom of the street. <laughs> right. And it, right. Going the red light, green light, it don't matter. But you're supposed to look both ways. You gotta be looking though, the right? Whole time. You gotta be looking the entire time. That's exactly right. But man. that makes me most anxious while I'm driving is because I don't know if people are gonna just start walking, and I don't want to be responsible for hitting nobody. Is there anything that makes y'all anxious while y'all driving? Like freaks you out, makes you uneasy? Um, crossing railroad tracks. Always. Even if it's no train? I feel like uh, like the 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 guard or the alert system could be faulty and the train could be coming through like at 60 miles per hour. Oh, they go a lot faster than that, but. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Well, no, they don't. They don't go more than 60. Like like a regular freight train, like with a oh, with okay. a with a mile worth of <laughs> stuff beyond them. No, like, gotcha. Yeah, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking about the Amtrak people. Nah, well, yeah, they the, they be floating. They go slightly faster the Amtraks, but yeah. um, but no, I'm talking about like the big train that doesn't stop for anything, <laughs> that takes two miles to come to a complete stop. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh, I don't want to sound like I gotta be profiling people, man. But I'd be scared of people who look like they ain't got no car insurance. Yeah. <laughs> or how about the beat up, like the busted up car that has like dealer, uh, like got the temp tags or the dealer plates on it or whatever. 2016 temp tags. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody at the light don't see that shit. Oh no, <laughs> you talk about people with dollar insurance. Um, anybody driving like a Grand Dam or Grand Prix that that gets me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like that makes me <laughs> that that makes me feel a certain way. You Oz- know Oz- they ain't got no insurance <laughs> in that Grand Prix. This is anything. <laughs> they always problematic if they driving one of them. They always are going to do something that's going to be wrong and that could cause an accident. Dude, those cars are staples in the Midwest, dog. Straight oh, yeah. up. 
Yeah, the Grand Prix and the Grand Am. Midwest. Any, anything yeah, anything G body. Yeah, so like I'm sure then I'm sure all of us probably have dated somebody who uh has <laughs> driven one of these cars. Me. It's called it's called a G body, by the way. Uh that's what that's what uh GM designates that body type is a G body. So oh, that would okay. be the LeBaron, um a Monte Carlo, the Grand Dams, Grand Prix, all of those. Uh, so like the G6s or all the uh, all those types of cars those are G bodies so I know I've dated somebody who I've dated a couple of somebodies had a G body (laughs) did they have insurance though is the real question no they didn't have they they, they car wasn't even right man I mean it wasn't right at all dog they they're living the stereotype, bro. But that was an upgrade from the Cavalier like I remember by the time we graduated from high school man like you can get a Cavalier, a brand new Cavalier yeah. for like ten thousand dollars, and that was that was the 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 car that yeah. you used to get to build a credit up. Yeah, got that real car. <laughs> that's a that's a Z body, by the way. I don't know why I know these things, but that's a Z body Cavaliers. And, and, and some girls ha- had kids and everything else before they they got out of college and they stayed with them. Uh, no, dog. The it was the dot. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it was the Dodge Neon, bro. Yeah, the that Neon, neon was. So, what what body is that? What body is that? Oh no, that's the that's the Dodge. So the Neons, you remember those like ninety seven, ninety eight uh, models that they all rusted. You remember that, like the or like the paint started peeling on all of right. them. Especially on the hood. Yeah, on the, on the hood. hood. Yeah, the hood and the roof. It'll go to the roof. I don't know if that happened in California, TJ, but here, like the paint just started. It just started taking itself off it started undressing the car looked like it was undressing <laughs> itself it started, it started taking itself off that is hilarious yeah, dog. but yeah that, th- that's yeah, pretty that's pretty common i do remember seeing the neons with the with the hoods all messed up and in, in the in the roofs all jacked up too yeah yeah so yeah, i would probably i'll probably be pretty anxious riding next to uh an undressed uh neon or cavalier Man, you spray that car once and it's all primer on it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take it to the car wash. <laughs> nah, Doc. The water is too hard. The high pressure. soft on it. Yeah, it peels it off like it was the... Uh, what's the paint that you could just peel off? Oh, the plastic dip? The plastic dip. Yeah, it was like the car's <laughs> plastic dip. Yeah, dog. It started Maybe that's the what they right did. Off. Maybe they tried to be cheap and plastic dipped all the neons. Didn't think... You know, hey, you bought a neon, you ain't gonna give a shit. You're not gonna be washing it. And they nah, didn't expect nobody to wash it and the, and the plastic <laughs> dip came off. Nah, dog, I've I put plastic dip on my wheels and I've, I've pressure washed my car but, many times. But this is 1997 plastic dip, though. Oh, yeah, yes. It is It is the first It is the first go around. And, and, and it's first gen plastic dip and it was mass produced plastic did whatever spraying entire car so right right that's true true. (laughs) (laughs) they've gotten better over the years let's just put it that way they've gotten better over the years so you ain't tell us what you did corporate street jaren you do anything yeah i did some stuff um well i think didn't i mention on the show that i I started juicing yep you talked about that a bit. okay so um i've been juicing for a little bit over a month and uh yesterday uh, i had dinner reservations to uh the ritz carlton and did you stay no i didn't stay stay. i just went i just went for dinner and um so i had halibut 
which is fancy fish. Yeah, it's I, not tilapia. Yeah, it's white fish, but it's not tilapia. Yeah, Go ahead. I had a halibut <laughs> with some spinach risotto. Very, Ooh. very delicious. That sounds amazing. Go ahead. It was absolutely wonderful. And I had, uh, um, let's see, I had truffle scented mushroom soup. That oh, so it smelled like truffles. Yeah, that was wonderful. I, I'm not really sure what the truffles smelled like because I didn't eat this before this month. I really didn't eat none of that shit, uh, especially not eating mushrooms. I wouldn't have ate any mushrooms, and I didn't really eat vegetables at all. So I don't know what truffle or mushrooms smelled like, but it was good. It okay. was all good. Uh, I took pictures. I put it on my Instagram. Go see it. Um, Insta Jaren. Was the person you was with? Were they in the picture? Nah. Come on, man. Don't, why are you being messy, man? I'm just saying. I, my <laughs> and, and she, uh, she's like, Yo. Food and, and my hand ain't in there or something. What is he doing? No second date. <laughs> what is he doing? What is this guy over here? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'll have to tell you why later. Um. So, anyway. <laughs> so, that was my corporate thing. But right after that, we left and went to a birthday party at this place, uh, Marusio's, that's downtown, where they serve. Is that an Italian restaurant? Sounds like allegedly. it. Allegedly. Uh, not really. I mean, they serve pizza, like a pizza lunch buffet. They got a cannoli. There you go. Point. That's Italian. Yeah. 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 And uh, well, they also have buffalo wings. And so I went to the birthday party and I did eat like three buffalo wings. So okay. I went from halibut. I went from basically like a two hundred dollar meal to a all you could eat twelve ninety nine meal. <laughs> okay. So ain't nothing wrong with that. Which was better? Which was better? Oh, the the the, the two hundred dollar meal was by far better. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Young Boston on the talk now. Okay. Um. So yeah. I would say it's better. Um, you could tell there was a lot more care put into the expensive meal. It wasn't just better because it was more expensive. It just seemed to have a lot more passion and soul into it. Like this place, they took they took your coat. Then you had a little coat check thing. Then they had a little cigar club where they had like cigars that were three times more than what they should be. Um, it was just so a very basically, nice there, place. there was more love. There was more love in the food and the experience when you went to your first spot. Absolutely, Carlton, right? Absolutely. Definitely customer service oriented there, right? Uh, yes, it was. Uh, so it was an entire experience. Like they start you off with the soup, and, um, and then uh, they had an intermezzo or something like that. So it's like a sorbet, like an orange sorbet. I think that's how you pronounce oh. it. I'm trying to be fancy. I'm not go. used to this clear fancy the shit to clear the palate. Yeah. Exactly. Clear the palate with that sorbet and whatnot. And then, and then, <laughs> like, uh, like I had orange sherbet. Sherbet. Sorbet Uh, well, it's like sherbet, but it's spelled yeah. like S O B E R T or something like that. Yeah, I think it's S O R B E T or something. Yeah. It's two sorbet. different. Is it? I mean, is it? That's it's two different things, right? I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be you know bougie what? or anything. To, to be to be honest, I've never uh, looked into that. I have had orange sherbet, and I have sitting. I have sat down and eaten 
sorbet as to well. me it tasted they, just they like to me it tasted exactly like those little white cups of orange sherbet they used to give us in <laughs> at school it tasted exactly like that no difference but it was good right, I'll, I'll effort that right now it was so good and it was just one scoop but it was good um so yeah they, they they did the whole they took you through the whole journey like you said they cleanse your palate then they bring out your main dish and then they serve you d- dessert uh oh but i guess it was kind of corporate street too because that was also on a groupon hey <laughs> so so we didn't Yo. pay 200 dollars. but you know I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh you know if we was like taking pictures of the meals and stuff you know it was being real ratchet but that's not ratchet though like we never the, been these there. people who these people who do the food reviews and such the uh-huh. food critics they're taking pictures of their food they ain't ready. Yeah, but they're so doing it for do a it. reason. We're doing it just to post it on Instagram. I feel like there you go. You're documenting. Y'all both on the same wavelength. Nothing's off. Dog, you're yeah. documenting just like those food critics, bro. You good to go. You ain't ratchet. It's good. <laughs> so, like I was saying, man, um, it was th- it was me breaking my fast. Um, like I said, I've been doing this for like a month. Yesterday, I did this 5K in the morning. And so uh, that was actually the official breaking of the of the juice fast. Uh, I've been doing nothing, drinking nothing but juice, not eating anything else, not drinking anything but water and juice, n- no food. Yesterday's my first time chewing anything. And I broke the fast after running the 5K yesterday morning in like 23 degree freezing temperatures. And at the end, it ended at this chocolate factory, Bissinger's. And I got uh, I broke the fast with a hot chocolate, which was very delicious. Um, and they gave us a whole bunch of chocolate, but the, every everything outside of juice is gonna be delicious to you now. Dog. I don't even think you can have a bad meal. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but since then, I've been eating. I mean, like you know, I've eaten celery and cucumber things I've never eaten before. And so I feel like the juicing has definitely opened me up to a lot of things. Um, we got a chicken sandwich for lunch. I normally never eat a chicken. So the chicken sandwich had lettuce, tomato, pickle. I normally would never eat a sandwich with tomatoes on it or pickles. But I ate that stuff. And it's like, wow, this tomato tastes kind of familiar to me. Uh, you know, it's not so off-putting anymore. Even though it's a little light skin, but yeah, it, it it was cool though, and um, and like I said, I we we got this dip because my the person I've been juicing with, you know, we stopped at the same time, and so um, we was like, okay, we're gonna get a couple of things that we've been fiending for, because I'm going back to juicing tomorrow, but um. So we so we got like some dip and it's like instead of getting chips with the dip or crackers, we can like use cucumbers. That sounds fine. You oh, okay. know what I'm saying? That would be the chips, or we use celery for the chips. You know, and so just stuff like that. I think the juicing has opened me up to to that type of thing, and my my palate up to that. And like Jane was saying, you know, after juicing for a month. Uh, everything t- t- is gonna taste great. That's like getting out of jail, man. Yeah, that's exactly what it's <laughs> like, you know. But I think that the discipline it took to do that kind of mentally changed me, you know. And so now I'm prepared to uh, to eat some of those uh, exotic, more exotic things like vegetables. 
All right, and by the way, so sorbet and, and sherbet, there are differences. They're not the same thing. I, I just found that. So sorbet is two main ingredients, fruit and sugar, and they mm -hmm. might add some water flavorings and some acid and some other shit. Uh, sherbet, though, is milk, eggs, cream, gelatin, buttermilk to get that creamier texture. Mm-hmm. So, mm -hmm. Okay. Sh uh, sh so sherbet is more fruit and cream, and sorbet is more fruit and sugar. Okay. That's what's Look up, that. man. So, something today, but in a, it, but tomorrow uh, that would be off the 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 menu again for me. Uh, so actually, by the way, just because I want to talk about it, uh, I've lost up. I lost. Let's see, thirty six pounds. Hey. No, talk that. Talk. No, 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 no. I'm at forty. I'm tripping. I lost forty pounds. Talk that talk. Forty pounds. In a little bro. more than a month. Hey. And I'm gonna do it for another sixty days. So I hope to lose more weight. That's like crackhead speed. Yeah, exactly. So that's what the juicing does for you. <laughs> and um, but I think that opens me up to now be uh, willing to do something like a pescatarian or ve uh, maybe uh, maybe not vegan, but like a pescatarian kind of uh, right way of different eating. type of diets. Right. And uh, right. that's part of the reason why we got uh, Gene on the show today. Or yeah, Byron OG on the Byron show here. A9 what's your diet like, Byron? What's your eating habits? Uh, well, around May on my birthday, I decided to uh, become a vegetarian, which was kind of weird. Um, well, not so much weird. Um, I grew up not eating pork. I don't, a lot of people really don't know that about me. My, my parents are seven-day Adventists. Really? So, yeah, so they eat pork. You look like you eat pork, man. So, I would, I would have guessed you've been eating pork all your life, man. Nah, <laughs> you like a, a <laughs> bacon eat digger. I'm gonna raise the Jones finger up on him in a minute. But uh, I, I hadn't ate pork until I was like 24 years old. That's because I was staying by myself, and it was cheaper. You know what I'm saying? Like to get like a like the barbecue hot dogs or something. Man, or, nah. or, like what? What made you? What? Wait a minute, what? What made you? Sausage pizza, bacon. You talking to people? You know what I'm saying? Who who ate? Pork. Who ate pork? Yeah. It's just like whatever. Oh, uh, you got them five dollar uh, hot and ready's. Is what you're saying? Man, little Caesar's at yeah. one point. Yeah. <laughs> but like fried chicken is my favorite food. I can eat fried chicken every day. Okay. Um, I just got to a point where I stopped eating fried chicken. I'm I'm a cheapo. Like for one thing, I I'll find everything I can on sale. I I had like a gallon of that little vegetable oil you get, and I had gave it to I had gave it to my bro because he had needed for something, and I never bought vegetable oil again. So I just stopped eating chicken, and okay. I saw a video. Uh, and everybody gonna laugh at this, but I watched What the Health. Okay. Yep. No, I mean that's you know a, I know that encourages a lot of people. Yo, it's funny you say that. I just watched it last night actually jaren when you called me yesterday i was watching what the hell okay uh so i just saw that now is that the one that grossed out everybody uh, well what the hell got one and then willie d from the ghetto boys he got a little thing on youtube where he be showing like walmart meat and they was showing like chicken with uh man little uh abscesses in there and stuff man and people yeah. brought chicken home that had worms in it and after that man i was like i'm done i ate everything all the meat i had left in the house you know what i'm saying yeah, you like, can't just throw the shit away. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna eat all this stuff away, then I'm gonna uh, get my life together. Yeah, and then I just, <laughs> I just never went back. I, uh, Yo, what if that last piece of chicken was the one that the gave one? you the parasite, though? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey, 
Man, sometimes <laughs> your last run in the game be the one that take you. That's over. how it always be, man. That's that's yep, how it always that's be. Carlito's that's Carlito's way, bro. Way, yeah. That's Carlito's way. Yep. Right. <laughs> you gotta get that last score, man, before you get out, and that's the one that gets you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so watching what the health and also Willie D from the Ghetto Boys, um, his YouTube special he had going that kind of triggered you to look more into what you were eating. Man, real talk, it just turned me off to it. And I had got to a point where I was like, uh, man, I'ma eat I'ma eat chicken like once a month or something to start off with. And then once I got going, it was like, you know what, I'm doing good, man. I'ma just keep on going and I never look back. Changing your diet is it, I think in my eyes it's a lot like anything else. It's mental. Yeah. When, when you when you steadily trip off what you can't have, you gonna want it more and more and more. But I got on Pinterest and started looking up recipes and started trying new stuff I hadn't tried. And, yeah, I've been saying you, you, yeah. it looked like you be getting stuff off of Pinterest yeah, with the man. stuffed peppers and, and, and all that like and neat stuff. Game, yeah, bro, so that's dope. And, and it's like... It be looking good, though. Everything I crave, I, I found other stuff to replace it. So I don't even trip off meat no more. What's your, what's your Instagram real quick? Just, uh, uh, so Anonymous, A-9-A-M-I-S. So A, the number nine, the, the numeral nine. Then A... M-I-S. All right. The whole number nine. <laughs> the whole number. Eight, nine, yeah. uh, miss, M-I-S. Yeah. <clears throat> That's dope. And so uh, from that point on, you just you just continued on with it. You were going to do like a once a month kind of kind of thing, but you, you chose the, you know what, I really don't need it. You don't need it. Yeah, I, I did the once a month because I didn't think I was going to be mentally strong enough to, to even go that long. So... You know what I'm saying? I kind of tricked my mind to, you know what, I can have it whenever I want it. But, man, once I got into it, you start feeling good. It's like working out. You don't want to do it every day. And yeah. then once you start doing it, it's like no days off, nigga. Yeah, and for me, it was like, right. it was like I realized I'm able to do everything and then some without all the, the garbage, you know, without meat or processed or anything. You know, so again, I was juicing. I've been juicing. I mean, but I was still training for a 5K, and I just ran a whole 5K yesterday off of juice. Yeah, so, you know. So you know, I think <clears throat> I was gonna say I think people don't understand that, like like Byron said, is mental. You think that you might think that carrots and celery are nasty, but your mind is telling you that's what you don't want, so you're gonna think that is nasty. Right. You eat cucumbers, it's nasty, but once you start eating it. It's actually quite tasty. It's, it's not that bad. And if you let your mind tell yourself that it is good, then you realize that you've been tricking your... You know, people will say that you're tricking your mind to tell yourself that it's good. But on the flip side, you've been tricking your mind to tell yourself that salad is nasty. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, but you know what? Real talk, a lot of stuff is also the way we've been trained, you, you know, as, as kids and to... to eat certain foods because it's certain stuff that I grew up and I ate and I didn't like man but then once I got on my own and I started making it myself I was like you know what this is fire man my mama just couldn't cook it right right it's no slight to her because she cooked it the way she wanted it but it might taste better to me a different way so like you know from what you you mentally think that you don't like this food you don't like this food that your parents made it may not be the food. It just be maybe the, way, the way that it's prepared. prepared. That, and that and it also it. might be your taste buds too, because your taste buds mature as well. Uh, like, yeah, my 
I know I know my son is definitely changing. He's 17 now, but there's things that he stayed away from purposely, like say tomatoes and lettuce mm-hmm. and you know, he was just I want the plain cheeseburger whatever it is. But now as he's gotten older, he realizes that wow, I've really been missing out on celery. Celery is actually pretty good. Well, like it, as far as the preparing thing to speak to that, yesterday I had asparagus and I realized I just cannot cook asparagus like the asparagus at the uh, at the Carlton Ritz Carlton yesterday. It was off the you know it, it seemed like they grilled it. it. It seemed like it had like a grill flavor to it, perfectly yep. seasoned, perfectly cooked. It wasn't too uh, it wasn't overcooked. That's what I normally do is I overcook it. It's all soggy, and but theirs was like kind of theirs is like kind of crunchy and it snapped. You know when you broke it and it was absolutely delicious, man. And that just goes to speak to if you cook it wrong, it's not gonna it's not gonna be right. But if you cook you cook it right, you can feed a kid asparagus and they're gonna kill it. You gotta saute it. And that's one of the things I hated asparagus growing up because it was all soggy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's icky. But if you make asparagus and you cook it just a little bit to the point where it's it's still hard and it snap and you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's fresh asparagus, like you can't go to the frozen aisle and get yeah. asparagus. It'd be on point. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, because once you freeze it, uh, it's no turning back from that. But yeah, you you could just roast it. You you throw it in. You throw the asparagus on a pan. Throw some olive oil on it. Throw a little bit of salt on there and roast it for like five minutes, five to seven minutes, and bam, <laughs> you got asparagus. Olive oil be on point too. I don't hard. use vegetable oil no more. I'm using coconut oil. I use coconut oil a little bit, mm-hmm. and then if I cook like uh something like Asian, I'll try to use peanut oil or sesame seed oil. Okay. Yeah. So that's cool. That's a big thing. I know. So from the what the health, I, I wouldn't consider myself a health guru. Or no, health buff. No, no. Real quick, real quick. For those of us that haven't seen it, is what the health the one that came out last year on Netflix yeah. that had everybody kind of grossed out and wanting to be vegetarian? Yeah. It's on YouTube. Yeah. For anybody who don't uh-huh. got Netflix too. And so, and so, were you a part of that group originally? You you know what? I found it on accident. Like, mm-hmm. I had, man, just got Netflix, and I was just looking up weird stuff, and it, it got got my attention, and then I started seeing other stuff where people was talking about it. So, I guess I was, but not purposely. Okay. But, unlike those other people, you stuck to it. Yeah, man. I, I mean, it, it, it's really cool once you get into it. it, it it's just... Once you explore anything and new and get out your comfort zone, man, you'll be surprised at what you find. And that's anything in life. Some people, you know, they better in their comfort zone. Hmm. You know what? And Byron brought up a good point about just the way to go about it. He left himself some leeway as an out to go ahead and go for the fried chicken however often it was, once a week or once a month or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who fail at changing their diet, they say some shit like, all right, I'm going to be vegan starting today and they don't realize how much food preparing you have to do how serious that is to not eat anything from an animal that's that's a really harsh transition to make and so if you don't leave yourself an out you're gonna miserably fail because you're gonna be like well what am i supposed to eat i don't have nothing to eat but if you leave yourself your out like like byron said once you start winning and you start finding out that you can actually do it you're like, well, I don't need the out anymore. I don't need the safety net. I'll just go ahead and just do straight vegetarian. But the people who try to who try to jump from omnivore, eating everything that they want, and try to go vegan, man, that 
that's a hard transition. I'm sure somebody can do it in America, you know, in the world, but it's not easy. It just just a uh, call back last show. Um, we have omnisexual, so omnivore. Omnisexual is you you taking down any and everything. You find everything sexually attractive. <laughs> omnivore, you eat everything. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so TJ, what'd you get from the? Um, from that from that you said you just watched it what'd you get from what the i hell? just watched it yesterday so the corporate streets listeners know that i'm pescatarian so i uh i do eat fish but i don't eat chicken beef or pork you're afraid to commit and um <laughs> i'm afraid to commit you're afraid of commitment nah, 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 i'm not afraid to commit i, I could do it you're a little you're a little bot you bought you a biovore a bivore <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah on sundays and yeah i do something a little different but no nah, um I wanted to make sure that it was something that I wanted to that that I can accomplish first, right? So let me see. Oh, January just passed, so it's been two years. I haven't eaten chicken beef or pork. Um, as Even going to uh, Jamaica and stuff. Nah, man. Uh, when I went to Jamaica, I remember you was I about just to. Did fish. Yeah, I was. I was gonna do it, but I have. ate a piece of. I ate a piece of uh, to prepare myself before I went to Jamaica. I ate a piece of skirt steak, like a one inch by one inch square. And it was really thin too. It was like it was skirt steak. You ain't getting no man, goat. You ain't getting no oxtail. Nah, nah, nah. Man. So I ate. So before I went to Jamaica, I ate a really small piece of steak, and it had my stomach so messed up for the rest of the day. Like I was getting sharp pains in my stomach because it had been like a year since I had eaten um, any chicken beef or pork. So uh, I stayed away from it. I didn't get. I didn't. I didn't do it after yeah. that one piece. I, I, so I was good. I, I immediately had to shit after drinking that hot chocolate yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you ate like a beef steak, yep. though? Huh? It, the steak you ate, it was beef? Yeah, yeah, it was beef. Beef super heavy. Even when I ate meat, you know what I'm saying? You eat like a steak, and, and I, I, I want to like just sit and do nothing for the rest of the day. Yep, it is. It is super heavy. And so when I was talking to some friends about it, they were saying that if I was gonna, I should have eased my way back into it, like ease my way with like some chicken soup and then into turkey or chicken and then into beef. Uh, but I had a free meal at the ch- at the time. Work was paying for lunch. <laughs> they had skirt steak as the special, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna skirt yeah, steak exactly. and, pre- and prepare myself so I can make sure I can get me some jerk chicken when I get, you know, what I'm saying when I get to Jamaica." But it didn't work out that way. So anyway, I was going on to say that because I was starting off with that because. I just wanted to say that I was already watching my diet prior to watching What the Health. Right. And now after watching What the Health yesterday, I realized, and I don't know if people realize this, but What the Health was produced by somebody who's super pro-vegan. Yeah. Okay? Because the bias is clearly there. Mm-hmm. Like, so for somebody who's just watching the, 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 the documentary of What the Health, you think that, oh man, this meat is so bad. And... We need to stop eating meat. We need to just cut all animal products because somebody's giving us the facts now. But they were given the facts from a perspective of a super vegan group of people. Oh yeah, okay? I agree with that. And like Yeah, yeah. It was so 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 in, in doing in, in knowing that, I do take to heart what was being said, but it doesn't make me want to go and just jump to straight vegan. I do need to be more careful with the fish that I eat and I already knew that because foreign fish is 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 not that good for people so wild caught wild caught is better um, so you you, so you haven't always been paying attention to that yes i've been paying attention oh, okay already. and i, I, I have i have a theory that, that there's no such thing as wild caught tilapia 
<laughs> I just seen a thing okay. on tilapia the other day, man. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it is either. The yeah. Tilapia, I, it was something like it's. I don't want to say it was a man-made fish, but I've never heard of it until like ten years ago. It was saying it didn't have no <laughs> bones in it. Where did I see that? I seen it this morning. It was talking about tilapia, and I was just like, I laughed at it and was like, I don't eat none of that stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you never seen a picture of a tilapia like in school or whatever you know it's not like a fish they talk about T is for man tilapia. there's millions of fish that you don't see in school though every fish ain't got nothing to talk a tilapia about, you know though like you never seen a tilapia like, did, did in you really zoo. see pictures of catfish in school though? yes like, why would they even be talking about yes catfish? you go to the zoo they got catfish in the, in the tanks and stuff they don't have no tilapia okay. fish <laughs> <laughs> they don't got tilapia at sea world they don't even feed their own animals that junk because it, dog, it they, ain't real they ain't dog. got catfish at sea world either bro <laughs> They may, they probably do actually. They got catfish at the zoo though, whiskers and all. Yeah, they definitely got the big catfish, the big 50, 60 pound catfish at the zoo. So, yeah. But I don't know, man. Just, so you've you been, you been eating tilapia, TJ? The, yeah, we've eaten it before. We definitely slowed up on the tilapia this, this past year after looking more into it. And many people talking about how terrible of a fish it is. You gotta get this, you gotta get this halibut, man. You need to step up like I did, man. <laughs> yeah, get up on that halibut. Thirty thirty dollars yeah, a plank. <laughs> you know? Get you a Groupon, man. You all in there? There you go. So we we just bought some. Uh, we just bought some uh, wild caught cod yesterday, yep. and uh, and we and we do a lot of salmon. And it's not always wild caught salmon. But definitely after what the hell, um, I'm probably going to be more strict about the salmon that I eat. Yeah. So I did some extra research after watching what the health and it's like, Ugh. there is a lot of talks about the, the fresh form salmon and how bad, you know, just like when you talk about organic beef and, and, and uh, free range chicken and all that being cooped up in one little place. And everybody's pissing and shitting in the same place and the food and all that. It's just it's just a dirty environment. And it's the same for foreign fishes as well. It's just a, a big tank of or a big area of nastiness. You know what I'm saying? And, and so. I guess that's why like crab is always wild caught. I don't think you can farm like snow crab. That it, that, it, that has to be the case or else that's what they would be doing. That's why it costs so much. Everything True. comes from, you know, straight from the ocean. Yeah. And there must be a reason. They must not survive in those tanks or something. Yeah. But they, they must not they but, must not do well in those conditions. But just like you guys, um, I was influenced by a, a movie, a documentary. So mine was uh, Fat Sick and Nearly Dead. I and, seen parts of that. Yeah, and so um basically it was where a guy went to he went juicing for uh sixty days. Um, and it basically he lost 80 pounds it made him it cured him of this uh, super rare disease he had like he was taking like 20 different medicines and he ha he uh, doesn't have to do that anymore and after that he basically went to a uh, plant-based diet like 60% plant 30% meat or something like that and then 10% processed bullshit so uh, that's kind of what my plan is to do. Um, I'm afraid of commitment too, so I won't be uh, a, a, a vegetarian or a vegan. Um, I probably will try to go the route of pescatarian because I don't really want the red meats in my body. 
and I think I can live without chicken as well. Gotcha. Um, as long as there's buffalo cauliflower out there in this world. Fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'll be okay. So. Yeah. And so ju- just since we were talking about tilapia and where it comes from, uh, apparently tilapia is mainly from Asia and Latin America. Problematic. So that's why we didn't learn about it much <laughs> in the U.S. And if you get it in the U.S., it's most likely farmed. Right. That's why. Absolutely. That's why they say it's a it's a terrible fish to eat. And then it, in the US and then in the not from here. And then the places it does come from, it, they don't have the regulations that we have. So exactly. You exactly. know, I just watched it. I just watched a thing on on Honey on Netflix. By the way, I've been killing the documentary section of uh, of Netflix lately. That's like my favorite. So I just went in there like three days ago and say or or put in my, in my list. watch list yeah. like fifty documentaries. Because <laughs> that's just what I like to see, and people talk people talk bad about you when you try to make these changes. So Byron, I'm pretty sure that when you told people that you were going to change your diet, if you even told people at all, there are people who are going to try to berate you and and talk to you like, well, everything is bad. I mean, if you're not going to eat meat, then the, uh, the plants got pesticides in them. Did you ever have that happen to you? I did, but I just told them fuck them. Like <laughs> on some real shit. No need to have a long like, conversation. It's, 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 it's my life. You know, you're gonna do what you want to do. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do what I want to do. And a lot of that stuff is like, man, when you become a vegetarian, cats treat you like you a born again Christian, and everything you do is a sin. And they want to put all these different beliefs on you. And I'm like, look, man, like I do what I do. I ain't gonna tell you what to do, but you know what I'm saying? This is what I'm doing. If you don't like it, it ain't your choice. And I just leave. You know it what that. though? It's, it's funny you say that because Jaren and I were just talking about the other day that there's definitely levels. There's levels to the type of diet that you have, right? And so we would call like vegans the elitist. And there are some vegans out there now that they're not eating animal products, they're shitting on everybody else, right? Uh, yeah. And so I think it kind of goes both ways where you have the elitist who is like, well, I don't eat any of those products because I'm vegetarian or I'm vegan. And I don't eat any animal products, and you shouldn't either. And the people who still on the other end of the spectrum eating meat, they might feel like, who do they think that they are? And so maybe they feel like they got to defend themselves. Right. And it, as soon as you start saying that you're going to be vegetarian or you're going to be vegan, it's like, well, all those plants you eating ain't good either. It, you know, it's just people pointing fingers at each other. Right. It's definitely a stigma. And I just, man, it was like a personal choice for me. But even with like the vegan stuff, Hey, man, like, I got to get respect to vegan people because vegan, man, you go hard. Like, I still eat cheese. I don't I don't eat uh, eggs. I, I, I don't drink milk. You know what I'm saying? But, like, when you're a vegan, it, it, it's, it's more than just a diet. You can't wear leather or fur or none of that yeah, stuff, exactly. man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That you, you basically become Buddhist. Yeah, I can't do it. It's all a that. lifestyle. It's a lifestyle choice. I can't can't do synthetic leather for the rest of my life. I tried it. I tried it like with with like you said, um, I changed my belts over to like cloth belts. Uh, I'm serious, man. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. Um Dog, you didn't tell me you was changing your belts out, bro. I didn't know that. I I, I stopped wearing my animal. uh, Even Boston laughing at him. Dog, so you telling me that you wouldn't be able to wear no threes? Cause it got leather on the got toe box, bro. Print on it, man. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the leather on the toe box, though. That leather uh, that always no, wrinkles up at the toe on the man. threes. You can't do that. Dug, so you can't wear no threes. 
Maybe maybe the 2010 ones or whatever. Like I heard those were a little cheaper, but no, nah, not these new ones, man. Yeah. Those Jordan 3s, those retro 3s, huh? That's funny. I'm getting those, man. I I want I want to get those. Or I know you you said you on cop. What are you about you you Jane? Are you going to try to get these Jordans that's coming out? I personally don't wear Jordans at all. My kids don't wear Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I did notice you. You don't seem to be into the Jordans, huh? I'm, I mean, All to right, each so, his own. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about it. So, you don't wear Jordans. Is there a particular reason that you don't? I mean, and hold on, and hold on, hold on. Not to be like the uh, like the guy that's shitting on you about what you eat. No, you don't wear Jordans, dog. What's the problem? Not doing that. <laughs> I just want to know your opinion, I, bro. I mean, my my whole thing is uh. I, I, I don't want to sit here and say, well, you know what I'm saying? Michael Jordan act this way. Michael Jordan act that way. So I, I shouldn't support him because we wear lots of other stuff and lots of other clothing brands that, that you know what I'm saying, uh, don't really care about the black community and yep. and, and all, man. But I, I just I, I hear too many stories about his attitude, and I don't really think that he, he reflects trying to save anybody except for himself and i and, and i i understand that you know as a a businessman your goal is to make money you know what i'm saying as much money as you can but it's 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 different you know what i'm saying effects on society that, that michael jordan that jordan shoes have you know what i'm saying and i don't think he tries to do anything about it i i think that they don't make enough Jordans to try to make them ex- exclusive, and 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 that money to him is worth more than uh, people dying over Jordans. Um, I, I know y'all heard the Chameleonaire story when he tried to get yeah. the audio stuff like well, that. Man. That was kind of funny though. I, you, you know, I've never heard a nice story about Jordan in real life. He's an asshole. It's okay. And, and it's, he's a, he's an asshole. Smoke cigars and he got red eyes. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like man I don't know I, I don't feel Jordan I used to wear Jordans you know what I'm saying and I feel like Jordans in our generation it was like a staple like you had to add Jordans you wasn't shit absolutely in our generation and now you got so many other options now. so so for me um, like you said our generation you had to have Jordans I never had Jordans as a kid but there were definitely shoes uh basically around the time we met when like the uh patent leather jays was out and the mm-hmm. tens and stuff i saw those in or in mean, the uh the 12s uh when i saw those i was like man i remember seeing like this one cat clarence he had like mm. he had all the jordans and stuff i'm like damn man them look dope i wish i could have get those but i was afraid to ask my mom for some jordans she probably would have gotten them but i was afraid to ask for them I so as an adult shoes. as an adult now now I can get some of those shoes. They still super dope to me. The, the, those old Jordans like that, the retro ones. Yeah, the pa- the patent leather leather. Yeah, still like those. And, yeah, and see that's the I I kind of went through that in my twenties. Like in my twenties, I bought up everything that I never see. could have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now being a parent, it's it's like I I, I want to teach my kids. You know what I'm saying? A, a little something different than that because if I think about all the money, like I spent racks during you know early 2000. It's like if I had that money now, I mm-hmm. remember man wearing uh, three hundred dollar, the five hundred dollar Michelin S jerseys and, and riding the bus, man. <laughs> and it's like, well, see, like, what was I well, see, in my 20s, I was doing the parenting thing, so I still had to get, like continue being responsible after you know my youth yeah and i had i jumped right into adulthood 
And now that my kids are older, my kids are into shoes. They got into shoes before even I did. So so I like from getting stuff for them and trying to find stuff for them, it kind of got me like, you know what? I can find some cool shoes for myself, too. You know what? Right. There's a bigger connection in all this, too. And so it seems like both of y'all experienced from the stories that y'all told. Both of y'all experienced a, a time in your life when you felt like, well, you know what? There was an opportunity back when there was an opportunity for me to have stuff. I couldn't have it because I didn't have the money to do it. It wasn't my dime. And as soon as you had the opportunity, you went ahead and did it. You know what I'm saying? And so Byron did his pretty early in his 20s before he had kids and responsibilities. And Jaron is doing his past his 20s after his kids are old enough that he's able to do both. And so it, it's cool to be able to to be able to experience that phase in life and, and right. figure out what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty dope. And that's why I don't look at entertainers bad for doing it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, you come from nothing, and then you become a rapper, and you sign a million-dollar deal. You, you feel me? Of course. It's okay to get some shoes. You gonna, Yeah, you're going to blow your first million. Everybody going to blow their first million. <laughs> it's going to take us a little longer, because we're not going to get it as quickly, but everybody blows their first million. It's about what you do so, after that. So, okay, I got a question for you. So, you, you said you don't mess with Jordan because of what Jordan is about. So, what do you think of Mr. Asic? Uh, you know what? I've never had a pair of Asics in, in, uh, in life. And my point I'm trying to make is, or Mr. Puma or Mr. Van, like, we know Jordan because he's Michael Jordan. We don't know... I, I, but you know what? Everybody I, else, though. I can't, I can't judge what I don't know. And that's one of those things, like, I have no doubt in my head that other people feel certain different type of ways, but... It, either they they completely take themselves out the spotlight, mm-hmm. or they conduct themselves in a in a manner that's you know conducive to them selling to our community. Mm-hmm. Like you remember when Tommy came out and Tommy was tripping, and now Tommy like bootleg. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's well, coming back. It's it, it's all about how you carry yourself. If you can think it in your head, but if you got enough, you know what I'm saying, balls to sit up there and tell it to me. See, I guess my thing is, again, it's because it's Jordan. Why? I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not putting my afro on. I ain't trying to be fake woke. Woke. <laughs> but why do we have to go at the black guy? The the one the one and only super big black shoe company. Well, it's not a black shoe company per se, I guess. But the no, the, the face. By be, the way, it the, wasn't his shoe company. Right. He exactly. Was a, he was a worker. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. Exactly. He was moving packs basically. But he's the face. <laughs> but he's the face, right? And so yeah, the the face. the face behind the company that supposedly is black and we we don't want to mess with it because he's buying jails and putting investing in the jails and stuff like why are we holding him to that standard and, and not everyone else and that's not where i wanted to go with this but since it's it's, it's here you know what i i think that uh it comes from the same place where we would judge a 21 savage for blowing his money on a ferrari you know what i'm saying where it's like you young black dude you got all this money why are you wasting your money like that but as the three of us just talked about, hey man, when you couldn't have and now you can't have, you want to go see what it's about, right? And Jordan put that so, work in. Yeah, yeah. And I, so, I, and so you have you have the option you have the option to do that, and we can sit on the sidelines and judge Twenty One Savage for whatever he buys because it's easy to do. And the same thing with Michael Jordan is it's like, okay, you were you were one of the greatest athletes, right? And you're, now it's his job to be the face and come back and pull all black people up. It's easy for us to sit on the sideline and and, and talk about it like that. No, and it, it's easy for us to do as as a mass group. It's cool and and you have your viewpoint, Byron, and that's cool. 
every everybody doesn't have their viewpoint in that way though. I, I, it's, it's just easy to say that he ain't he ain't doing enough for the community, I, so I ain't mind. Hey, but check that. that. That's not even my viewpoint. Uh, okay, so we gonna look at Michael Jordan as this man, right? Look, like we're gonna take we're gonna take shoes out the equation. We have our icons, like we got like Michael Jackson, Prince, LeBron James, y you name uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey. We, we have all these black icons we have, right? Mm -hmm. And they're uh -huh. they're all great at what they what they do. But one thing that these people all have is they're they're personal people, they're likable people. And the thing is with me with Jordan is Jordan is great at what he does, but he's not a likable person. And I I'm think that, that oh, not even on the court. I mean, people even say teammates even say that he's a harsh personality. He's yeah. definitely an if, alpha type. If they had, you know, what I'm saying the type of technology they have now, where you can hear what's going on on the court, Jordan wouldn't be on the court that long. He would get technicals every five minutes. Yeah. But it, you know what I'm saying? It, it comes a point where you have to choose, like, okay, this guy is great at what he does, but look at his personality. Like, do you want to celebrate somebody who's the greatest at what they do, but they totally suck as a person? It's a it's a balance in it, and I don't think that he has the personality and, and the, the whole mind frame to be celebrated like that. You can't take away his accomplishments, but that his accomplishments don't make him a good person. Man, you bring up a lot. That's of good, fair. You bring up a lot of good points, and it makes me think. But I'm still going for these black man threes as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, and, and, <laughs> and yo, and, and you know what, Byron? That's that's exactly what I'm saying. I was I was trying to convey that you definitely have your reason and your point carved out. And there's a lot of people who have the same uh, viewpoint, the same end viewpoint that they won't support. But it's not because of the same type of thought that you have carved out. Theirs is more like, and I wasn't, and I wasn't, I'm glad you elaborated on your point too, because it, it brought to light a lot of good points. But there are a lot of people out there who just say, oh, Jordan is a black man who ain't supporting black people good enough, so I ain't gonna buy the shoe. It, it, you know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of people out there that's not supporting black people the way you think that they should be supported. And it's easy to sit on the sideline and say that. But I mean, your points are very valid and it's very fair. I'm, I'm with you on that. And you know, it's, it's everybody's choice on what what they do because at the end of the day, it's a lot of stuff that I buy that I can guarantee that they don't want me buying. But if it's good quality, I'm not going to buy a lower quality product. Just you know what I'm saying because the person don't like me if it's the best. Yeah. So I do understand why people buy them. Everybody got their preferences. But because of those things, I've chosen not to, and, and I, I try not to instill that in my and, children. And, and as far as the chameleonary Jordan story, I mean, it is just chameleonary. He he did have a high song at one point, but it's not like Jordan should have known who chameleonary <laughs> hey, he was. He was like, "What are you doing here?" No, he was like, "I don't take no pictures with no niggas." <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? Charlamagne said he don't talk to niggas after five o'clock. Jordan just said the same thing. <laughs> it's just hilarious. <laughs> a chameleonaire told that funny. story so perfectly oh, it, was it nice. would never be forgotten. It was nice. You gotta you gotta go check it out if you've never seen it. I have I haven't seen it. You so gotta I'm gonna see have to it, go man. YouTube that day. Um, Byron, are you are you loyal to any uh shoe companies? Or is there any any that you really like right now? Uh I'm I'm young homie with the Sacconis. Okay. I, I I rock Sacconis. I remember you having Sacconis in middle school, I, right? Uh, no, nah, I never had. You ain't have a pair, middle school? No. Actually, I got a pair of Sacconis on today. Okay. Uh, but why I wear Sacconis? I you had them then. It must have been somebody else. I, I, I had got some Sacconis in middle school. I, I wear Sacconis because they cheap. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I, they still feel really good? Yeah, they do. Actually, I mean, it's no different than wearing like an Air Max 1 or a Jordan yeah. 1. Uh, it's, it's awesome. No, no, Sacconi's, no. They, at least the ones I, that we used to get back then, they felt like you were walking on <laughs> air. socks. They, <laughs> they felt like you were walking on air, um, at least for the first week, at least. Right. <laughs> Until that, until that rubber started falling. Right. I, I just try not to be a name brand whore. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, people will buy stuff just for a name. And because of that, I've, I've tried to, in my own personal styling, is try to find stuff that nobody like and make it cool. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. You know what? And that's a, that's a form of hype beasting that I don't think we talk about enough. Not we particularly, but just people in general, is that buying name brand stuff because it's name brand stuff is hype beasting you know what i'm saying it might not even be good you just got it because it has somebody's name on it i generally don't care what the brand is if it looks nice and it works for me and it's decent quality i'm i, I rock it they do that I, like i don't with, have to have the name so yeah like supreme they make all these weird little items that people buy just because it says supreme on it just because it says Supreme, mm -hmm. exactly. But that's the thing with hype beast. And once Supreme becomes a non-cool company, you got a, a worthless item. It's, it's, it's like oh, Bitcoin man. for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> now you got Supreme, True. like, like, uh, like mouse or something, or a Supreme mouse pad that you paid five hundred dollars for, and it's worth ninety nine cent. Yeah. Now they got them right. in like the. Like beauty supply section, bro. That's a that's a good ass comparison. Supreme is those those brands that pop out of nowhere like that and get super hot. Like uh, Off White right now was super hot, right? Yeah. Those brands they like Bitcoin. They hot for right now, but they'll be gone in a minute. Well, for to be fair, Supreme didn't pop out of nowhere. It just got kind of hot out of nowhere. It's been it's been like cool with the skaters. Yeah, but. As far as the the hype beast and stuff, it just got. Well, that's what I meant by popping out of nowhere. As far as being hot, I mean, you have your core groups that always were into it, yeah. and they liked it for what it was for the however much it cost at the time. But now you put that little supreme print on a mouse pad, and now it's worth three fifty. That's crazy, you know what I'm saying? And that's popping out of nowhere with the hotness. Right. Anything you drop, that's kind of like the whole Drake syndrome. Anything he drop, he could be saying the alphabet, and it it'll go plat. Right, because well, at one point it could, because it's Drake. I don't know if his star power is still that high, but mm -hmm. uh, there was one point just because it's Drake, people would say that it's high. So that goes that goes with anything in the world. Right. So, so uh, Byron, you said something about your uh, personal style and not really wanting to succumb to the whole name brand thing. So is that? kind of what influences you now because I, I saw something you had like you had some bag that i thought was cool but did you you made that bag right or like oh, put like the patches and stuff yeah on? My, my book bag I, I i i got um i mean like i'm not anti-name brand I, I will buy name brand stuff but I, I i try to buy a lot of stuff on sale and and, and, that, and that, that's a, a a lot of thing i think that people buy stuff at the at the height of it, look like even with Jordans, if you wait long enough, you can find a Jordan one on clearance. Yeah, and absolutely. I, definitely. And, and I, definitely. I've done it when I used to wear Jordans, and um, 
I'm not one of those people who I don't I don't run out and and then get stuff as soon as it comes out. I look at items to the point where can I can I wear this three years from now? Can I can I is is this gonna be like a platinum Fubu shirt? You know what I'm saying down the line. <laughs> I, I I don't think people shop for longevity. The iceberg, which is very important, especially being a parent and you got kids to clothe too. It happens all the time, like you said, the, the Fubu Platinum Iceberg. I mean, that's obviously where this Supreme stuff is gonna go. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, you know what? Don't get it twisted though. The listeners need to know that Byron is a creative. Okay, he is totally a creative. The homie can draw. Homie produces. Homie's an artist. He's talking about styling. So, yo, I remember when we were in class one time. I forget what kind of game it was. It was like uh what's the game where you gotta draw pictures but you can't you can't say pictionary. what it is? Or charades. Is it was it Pictionary? Charades, but uh, Pictionary, yeah. It charades, Pictionary is one of those type of games. I remember we was in class, this must have been sometime in high school, maybe like freshman year or something like that. And Byron was up at the board. It was was it a whiteboard or was it a chalkboard? I don't remember what kind of board it was. That doesn't matter. The point is, is he had like five seconds to draw something to help us know what it would to know what it is he drew malcolm x he drew like a balloon version a cartoon version of malcolm x in less than 10 seconds and everybody knew exactly what it was it was like one of those pictures where malcolm x is sitting there with his face and his hand is on like on his temple mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying he drew that picture <laughs> like on the chalkboard hey, and from that day on i was like wow yeah that was my time to flex though because i didn't have the clothes and the shoes <laughs> <laughs> i had to do it some other way <laughs> yeah man so definitely byron's a creative he's a creative type of person so if, if you see a bag jaren that that he made i mean i i'm not surprised so i'm impressed but i'm not surprised because i know that he's a creative type all right so we're back young boston got her uh juice or her applesauce i don't know what this is she got a sippy cup so sippy we're cup back <laughs> all right so we were talking about um Byron being a creative and stuff and so uh, recently I noticed you have been going hard on the style and you know TJ brings up a good point I guess just with being a creative you kind of naturally in it's creative people I feel I feel like I'm a creative person uh, you, you want to kind of make your own wave you want to have your own identity um, and your own style isn't basically that was something I used to pursue as a photographer, um, was pursuing, my, uh, creating my own style so people would hire me for my style, not just because I had a camera. Be like, hey man, oh, you could, you could, you got a camera to come take pictures for me, uh, like this. Uh, so I would imagine you wouldn't want people to be like, hey, uh, you know, oh, you make, you make beats, quote unquote, you make beats. Uh, make me a beat like this that's kind of what we did but you know <laughs> with artistic expression though is it i mean without it it's just a, a cookie cutter thing yeah it, I, I i think that if you're artsy it it, it it goes it could be drawing it could be writing it could be mm-hmm. taking pictures it could be fashion i think it's the expression and if you don't have that expression what you're doing is basically emotionless yeah so what what made you get into the fashion side of um, or expressing yourself through fashion what, what, how, when did that start how did it start um i've always liked fashion because it was something as a, as a child you know what i'm saying like I, I never had none of that stuff so i used to look at other kids and be like real talk like man like i want those shoes i ain't never had those shoes 
and and then like once I got older and I got an adult, got on my own and um, didn't have children, I started buying up the whole world. You you know like I say like circle two thousand, like rent was only like maybe four hundred dollars, and if you get a good job, well you making. I'm gonna say five hundred dollars a week. You know what I'm saying? You just got money to blow. No kids, right. really no responsibility. So I was spending all my money on clothes, all my money on everything that I never had, basically. And then it got to the point where I had children. Oh, I had a child. I didn't have twins. I, I had a child, and I had to figure out ways to keep my my level of how I want to look. Still be fly. It still be fly, but not spend that money because that money's obviously going towards something else. So it just became creative. So, I mean, did you go as far as thrift stores or, I mean, were you like a Plato's Closet? Like, what did you, like, how did you accomplish that? Uh, I'm a big Amazon and eBay shopper. I will find something on Amazon for like a third of the price if I can, or, or eBay. Close to? You, you do clothes on Amazon? I've never done that yet. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you gotta know your size. I've done like you know t-shirts. See, I got this one wild T-shirt, right? This uh, it was actually pretty dope. I got this Dream Team T-shirt that I wanted to wear with these uh, these little uh, Air Pegasus I got. These yeah. USA Track and Field Air, Air Pegasus. I like Air Pegasus. And the sh- in the shirt though, it was supposed to be a two X. Came from China, man. This shirt has to be an uh, extra large. If it came from China, bro, <laughs> I think it was like a large. Look at this shirt. <laughs> oh my bad <laughs> Look at this shirt That's that's another thing man If you shopping from uh, And this is after I lost weight So it was even It was even worse than this Yeah if you shopping Out of Asian country You gotta uh, it, It's uh, on Amazon uh, Order but You don't know you can, No you can't it, It'll tell you Where it's shipped from And where it's shipped from It'll tell yeah. you Yeah Yeah you got You gotta get A size higher Or, or two sizes higher or it's not gonna work. I, I learned yeah. that the hard way. <laughs> yeah, on the on the eastern side of the world, they're a lot smaller than than Americans. So, bro, the shirt is crazy, man. It's, <laughs> it's super tight. It's a it's a nice shirt, man. But I can't find I can't find one nowhere else. I, I I looked on Amazon for it, and it was like basically the perfect dream team shirt. But it just don't fit right. right so you so got you got a lot more keep weight to weight. lose, bro. Yeah. You got a lot more weight to lose. Yeah, man. So no. we talked about fashion. We talked about we talked about clothes. We talked about eating. What about the rituals or the things you may do to uh, to get ready to go out into the world, man? Is there anything? Is there anything that you we we have this term that we call or that we've coined on the corporate streets called maintaining, and maintaining is basically men taking care of themselves, whether it be. <laughs> putting lotion on your body or whether it be i don't know uh wearing beard oil or whatever it is is there anything that you do to maintain byron uh yes and or no any particular ritual you have like i don't go out of the house without doing this you know what i'm 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 particular on some stuff like soap smells i i love cucumber scented soap mm-hmm. but when it comes to lotion i i only put lotion on body parts you can see yeah which is definitely like a man thing uh i yeah. i i like pedicures but i don't get them all the time 
so it, it's kind of like I'm, I'm in the middle one day I, I might be all the way up and then the next day I might be a bum so I'm with you on the lotion thing so what I particularly do I do hands arms elbows and it, I really don't have to go above right. the elbow like maybe, exactly. maybe slightly above the elbow but not all the way up on my arm because I got a shirt covering that part and if I got um, long socks on now Man, socks is not getting done see <laughs> I, I, I like putting lotion on my feet just because it feels good but other than that i probably wouldn't and my legs and stuff it's the same thing like so i was gonna say lotion for me is uh i was doing the same i don't put thing. it all over my body though <laughs> i was gonna say i was doing the same thing only places where you can see and then uh that shit feels year, weird one, one of the things that i've been doing for this year is that I've been better at moisturizing my entire body. And so one thing I was thinking about was, you know how they say black don't crack? Mm-hmm. And there are theories around why black don't crack. Or in, in, in Asian folks supposedly uh, don't crack either. I mean, you can see, and I see it at my job all the time, I can see an Asian woman who looks like she's 28, but really she's 62. I mean, they hold their age really, really well. True. And a lot of it can be genetic, but other thoughts out there is skin moisturization you know what i'm saying asian people from what i understand they're they moisturize their skin a whole lot black people moisturize their, their skin a whole lot because we don't want to be ashy which we get you know ashy yeah we have we have to just to maintain a certain we have to but there are other there are others with with uh with lighter pigments who might not even see what ash is so they don't have to moisturize as much you know what i'm saying and so because of because of the idea that you know what Skin moisturization helps the skin live a lot longer and and look a lot younger. I've been trying to moisturize everywhere. No, I agree with that. It's definitely, you know what I'm saying, important. Like out here in the Midwest where you have winter months because in the winter, like your skin dries immensely. So I, I, I think it's more important out here than where you live per se no nah, man no nah, it's it's funny you say that because my hands right now i can't put on enough lotion on my hands to keep them from cracking during the winter months so i might be posting pictures and y'all see that it's 82 degrees out here you know what i'm saying and it feels good outside and all that but my hands are cracking it's 72 right now as we speak and my my knuckles are all beat up and Damn, i wear lotion. It's 72 so cold yeah. <laughs> i don't know how you could live there <laughs> all right I'm saying it's it's seventy, uh, but what I'm saying is it's seventy two right I bet, now. I bet that's doing a knuckles. number on. That's, that's got to be doing a number on your skin. It, it being that it cold, really is seventy two degrees because it's it's really dry, bro. And my knuckles hey, are really really beat up. Wow. Hey, but real talk. At, at what point like, we had to scrape ice off our windows <laughs> today? At, <laughs> at what point you is, is, is it too much though? About, my fingertips still got frostbite right now. I, I've dated women who my hands were softer than them. Which is kind of awkward, more for the woman than it is for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, nah, I, I, nah, it's awkward for us because a person will look at you and be like, "Why are your hands so soft? You supposed to be a man." Like, I don't know. There's this stigma behind you're supposed to be men with transmissions hands. with your bare hands. Yeah, but see, I look at the woman like, "What the fuck you doing?" Like, <laughs> like are you a whole transmission? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, man. I don't think it's anything. It just comes to like you said putting lotion on your hands and everybody isn't pulling out transmissions with their bare hands so yeah. i think my hands is since i'm not and you <laughs> know i'm not day. my <laughs> hands should be good right yeah. yeah if i'm typing all day it should it should be good right <laughs> 
That's what I'm saying. You ain't no real man because your hands are too soft. That these ladies out here want men with their knuckles all busted up and raw. Hey, real talk. The mental exhaustion I go through working in the office is worse than than, than hard labor some days. <laughs> so I for me, that. so for me, um, I've gotten to the point like so. Byron mentioned how he like or he you say you used to like the cucumber. Yeah. Or you, you no, like to, you, you like the cucumber, you just you put it at certain places. All right. So I have I've gotten to the point where I have different lotions for different um like events, different events? or whatever. Dif- yeah. yeah. Different so, activities. Yeah, so if it's just work, it's just my normal lotion. Um, but I might have lotion that I put like on my arms, but then I got like the good smell and stuff where you put on your hands. Because there's been times where somebody will shake your hand or say you touch somebody's hand and then you can smell their scent. Yeah. And if it's a good scent, it's 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 kind of cool. I mean, they left their scent on you, but it's like, damn, they smell good. And girls are always talking about, you know, a guy's scent. So I've been paying a lot of attention to that lately. And just your, your, your yeah. scent overall? Or you just my scent overall because okay. I'm putting making sure everything plays with each other, plays well with each other. I, actually, I've been experimenting, so like my son thinks it's weird that I got a whole bunch of different like deodorants and stuff, but I have deodorants for different occasions basically. And so think about it, if you hug somebody, or if you if you're with a girl, for most of us, you know she's gonna be like her nose is gonna be like armpit height <laughs> especially if you're like sitting on the couch or you know if you make it to the bed you know she's going to be right there at armpit so i think that's probably yeah, one of the most imp- around her and such, yeah right? i think th- i think that's one of the most important scents is the 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 deodorant that you use at real talk the 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 better you smell the harder a female gonna go, you know what I'm yeah. saying? In certain situations, like they they even got certain colognes that smell like soap and water. You know, it, it's like you you want it, you don't right. want to smell bad, if, right? If, if you and, and and everybody's standards ain't the same, but if somebody smells super fresh, you gonna go super hard. Yeah, it, 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 it's just nature. You feel more comfortable. Yeah. So it brings I, your confidence it, up. It, yes, yeah, smelling smelling good is, is super important. Yeah, and like. I got so serious with it. I bought this uh, this deodorant uh, about a month ago. It's called. It's by Molten Brown. It's their Recharge Black Pepper Antiperspirant Stick. This freaking thing costs twenty two dollars for a little two point six ounce of stick of deodorant. But it smells so damn good. It's like the best smelling deodorant I've ever. Does ever it had. actually work? Or it just and it good? works. Okay. <laughs> well he and said it's works. antiperspirant generally antiperspirants work because they they have chemicals to make that happen so yeah the deodorants just cover it up right but it it it's a great smelling deodorant um like they sell it at barney's so i mean it, it, it's it's like kind of an elite thing but they also sell it on amazon now so upscale deodorant uh, Two hundred dollar plates. I see you. Yeah, man. I see you. <laughs> the good life. I did you know wear it yesterday. He changed, hey, hey, Byron. He changing right before my eyes. <laughs> I did. I did wear it yesterday. So, during like I changed a lot, <laughs> <laughs> losing weight and stuff. Yeah, man. But, 
But like you said, it, it, it definitely brings up your confidence when you know that's... And I kind of talked about this uh, on the show... Man, I forget what show it was, but we were talking about like how me, um, my kids are into shoes and I don't mind buying them shoes because, well, Byron went to Berkeley with me. He went to middle school uh, with me. Um, okay, I guess I didn't so, go to Berkeley. <laughs> well, you you didn't have this struggle as much as I think me and him did. Yeah, you so, were the Iverson King. So, 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 like with people joining, you know, so it was hard like you wanted to avoid it as much as possible <laughs> you didn't want to get joned on right so yeah. if you had some dope shoes on imagine that would be one less thing Man. for somebody to join on you about right yeah, right you know yeah. they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna find something they're gonna be talking about your lining they're gonna talk about whatever but if you have some dope shoes on it's one less thing for them to worry about so as an adult if you are trying to approach a woman um you know if you if you know you smell really good that's one less thing you got to worry Check about. Check out the list. Yep. That's yeah. one less thing you got to worry about. Your shoes And actually, I think it's a little bit opposite as we get older. It's it's not that people, it's not like the women are looking for things to talk about more than if you have something oh, that's no. great. That yeah. They wanna, that they want to go and talk about it. So they yeah. found a man that smells good all the time. I'm like, girl, he smells good. Even his hands smell good. You know what well, is that, and, and again, it brings up your confidence too. Because you yeah. know, you know, you you your clothes look good, and you definitely smell good. So at the worst, your breath might stink because you just ate bre- or at lunch or whatever. But at least you know your body smells good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. right. And, and you you got your tailored pants on or whatever. Right. Yep. You know your fit is on point. You know your body. You you know you got your bo under control. Your body odor is all good. Right. right? Byron, do you ever go that far? Telling getting your clothes tailored? Uh, no, I actually don't even own a suit, and that's something I'm gonna do this year. But see, what TJ oh. put me on to is even my jeans. I, I've been getting my jeans tailored, so I've been heavy into finding great deals on on clothes. As a matter of fact, the pants I wore yesterday, um, they were Tommy, right? Mm. But they came from Macy's. They came from the last chance section at Macy's. I don't know if you know about this. No, nah, I know. I know exactly what you're and talking so about. And <laughs> so I bought these Tommy pants for like 14 bucks and got them tailored to be a little better fitting mm-hmm. as far as just a little more tapered and everything. And now they see super dope pants that I got for about essentially $34. Oh. But they they fit perfectly and everything. Um and so you can get those tailored okay. but, but I also get my jeans tailored too because again TJ put me onto that that was because of shoes because you don't want biggie ba- big baggy shoes uh, jeans yeah you don't want you don't want the ankle openings to be super duper baggy you and, know what I'm saying covering and, up the shoes the boot cut looking and for me as the resident big guy here um, it's hard to find good tapered pants or jeans as a big guy they is everybody thinks you want to just default to having big baggy shit <laughs> so it's almost uh, absolute it's mandatory like i got all my jeans tailored now like i've been doing yeah. this over this process for like a year of taking them every now and then mm-hmm. taking a couple of pairs of getting them tailored and getting them tapered right um but now i've got i've even gotten some joggers tapered yeah see that's difficult for me because i I fluctuate a lot Uh but i have certain stuff that i stick with like i like the the docker uh alpha slim khakis Mm -hmm. Uh, those seem to fit me good um 
if it come to like Levi's, I rock five elevens. Yeah, uh, those are the slims, not the skinnies. I can't yeah. do the skinnies, but I can do the slims. And uh, I like Korean jeans. Like I, I'll buy jeans from Korea mm -hmm. because the way the the structure is, it fits my body better. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I, I kind of I find so you build like you I'm build like, like a Korean. That's what you're saying, <laughs> man. Just 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 from the waist down, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way you're not with that. Uh, okay, I, I, I'm not trying to be racist here. <laughs> okay, stereotype, Jared. Yeah, from the waist no, down. No, but you know what though? But that's the whole point, though, Byron. It's just like for me, I was out. having a hard. I started going to Taylor Rell because I was having a hard time finding things that actually fit my frame. Like I, I'm, I'm a small guy, so even if I bought the 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 small shirt, it's it's, it's shaped like a box, and my body just not shaped like that. So. <laughs> I have all this extra material coming out the sides, you know what I'm saying? Got to get or that all this extra material yeah. in the back, or the arms. Like arms, I, my yeah. arms aren't that big, so yeah. the arms got all this extra material flapping around. It it just doesn't look good, and so back I started the day, getting, the my, getting my clothes tailored to to fit me because they are my clothes. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just buying the clothes and wearing them, there are a couple things that I can buy and wear, but uh, generally, if if I'm trying to like my jeans, I definitely get tailored. My button-down shirts, definitely, especially for work. My slacks, obviously, for work and such. But, yeah, I pretty much tailor everything. And that's another secret people don't know, too. Top tip from the corporate streets. So, check it. So, you're on that sales rack, right? And you're like, man, I wish I could buy those $14 Tommy jeans, but those things are a 30 36 They way too long for me. Well, you know what? You can just spend $3 and go get them hemmed up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you can go get them hemmed up. And you can still buy those $14 jeans. You pay an extra $5. Now they $19 jeans. But you felt like you couldn't buy them at first because they weren't your size. So or, you can buy things that aren't your size. Or for the guys, just get it or for the guys that are uh, to listen to corporate streets that are thick like me, um, go ahead and get that <laughs> shirt that's, that's slightly too small. That gives you uh, some motivation to uh, put some work in so you can fit them. Uh, I've been wearing, uh, I did a little uh, theme this week where every shirt I wore this week were, were shirts that I couldn't fit before. So it was really cool to see I can wear all the, I can fit all these shirts and stuff now that were too small before. Yeah. But now they fit perfectly. So. See, I'm trying to get back to that, man. I was going through a, a heavy drinking phase before I, I, I uh, became a vegetarian. Where it was hard to look at everything. So I, I, I stopped drinking recently for the most part. I'm going to say for the most part. Mm -hmm. If it's celebration, you know what I'm saying, i do it. Man, but like all them calories and stuff from that liquor... They was making my belly one size and the rest of my body a whole different one. Oh, yeah, like the okay. uh, man. Yeah, like the Gucci Mane thing going. Yeah, or? that Gucci Mane belly. I, I went from slim fit to regular fit, man. But the I lean. still had slim fit clothes. <laughs> 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 yeah, the lean belly and all that, man. Yeah, man, it's, it's not working. Niggas getting old too, man. Metabolism. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that all changes. What about hair? Is there anything that you're doing uh, with your with your hair, Byron? Any particular hair products or any idea? You know, anything you got you want to say about hair styling or anything? Uh, you know what's crazy? Uh, I just cut off my hair Tuesday, but yeah, before then, I, I used to uh, do the hot oil treatments. Um, man, 
make sure my 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 scalp oiled. Um, so you notice a difference between the hot oil treatments when you got a treatment and when not. What, what were some of the differences you noticed if you didn't get the hot oil treatment? I mean, it promotes growth and it's just it, it feel better. Just like with the whole lotion, you know what I'm saying on a body. Like you want you want your scalp to be lotion too. Yeah. Want that moisturization on the scalp. I feel that. It, 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 it stopped you from having dandruff flakes so much. Yep. Yep. Because that comes from a dry scalp. That makes sense. Uh, I was big on conditioners. Like, people don't realize it, but conditioner is more important than shampoo. Like, you can shampoo your hair with water. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For, for all you care, man. But yeah. the conditioner, what you put on your hair last, that, that's going to help the texture of yeah. your hair. Um, I, I used to use a lot of um, conditioners with carotene in it because if you let it sit on there, it'll soak into the hair and it'll uh, make your hair thicker. I was using biotin pills for a while because I had cut off my hair like the year before too. I don't know why I do this. I cut off my hair and be like, man, I regret it and I grow it back. But biotin is basically B12 and, and that'll make like your hair and your nails uh, grow too, which is another thing. Like I'm, I'm big on nails. Like I, I, I don't really like biting nails. Uh, I look at everybody's nails. Uh, dirt, dirt underneath your nails is important for real because I look at it, but females look at that too. Especially like, females, yeah. 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 I mean, okay. pretty much everything we do for the most part, I mean, especially as a single guy, I mean, it's, I think where those hands go, man. Yeah, yeah. You can't be playing with somebody for JJ and, and you scratching up they. I, I wasn't gonna take it that far, but yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I know this. Uh, this year, one of my goals is to. Uh, my willpower is pretty good for the most part on anything that I that I do. Like I like like I said, I just stop eating chicken beef. And, and pork I just said I'm not gonna do it no more and I just stopped it was really easy to do bite nails I can I do bite my nails and generally it's easy for me to say okay I'm gonna stop biting that. my nails and after a month goes by two months goes by I notice that slowly but surely I get back into biting my nails so my goal for 28 one of my goals for 2018 is to is to kick myself from the from the nail biting so I haven't been biting my nails but uh it's a really good point that you draw that man uh people do look at your hands and i know that for me as a nail biter well when i was biting my nails i would try to hide my hands you know what i'm saying if i'm if i'm pointing something out i would be very cautious about showing my hands because you point it, with it just like ugly. your knuckle <laughs> <laughs> you just like you like you like you won't put your finger out you just put your knuckle out no nah, man i i, so point I, point and I just make it, i make sure point. that it's quick <laughs> I'll make sure that I point at it quick, you know what I'm saying? So they couldn't they couldn't hone in on the nails. Or if I'm taking pictures. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, where where are you said? Like right there. No, no, like, no, no, right here. You ain't see it? Right like, there. No, it's like like could you like like I'm trying to follow your hand. No, 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 no. It's it's right next to you see you see the, the yellow thing right there is to the left of that. You know what I'm like saying? Like your your dis, your description your descriptive abilities just like went up tenfold because you gotta be so on point. Like if you go twelve degrees north and look at about five degrees west yeah, yeah exactly. it's right there yeah it's at about three o'clock you can see it right there you see like a picture a clock right on the screen on a computer and at three o'clock that's what it'd be but anyway <laughs> um especially like taking pictures like holding something up close i would find a way to get my hands out of the picture you know what i'm saying i don't want my nails in the picture because it's an ugly thing to see you know how it is especially nowadays when you look at pictures you don't look at the main thing in the picture when i was a kid and i used to look at pictures i didn't care about what the surroundings were in the picture i would just look at the picture but now in 2018 
whenever there's a meme or anything, it's always about some shit in the background of somebody's picture. You know, and it must be 4K now too. You got them HD high quality pictures. Yeah, exactly. You can see the fibers underneath the nails. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I I'm keep definitely a, trying not to bite nails anymore. I, I keep a nail clipper in my pocket. Like I, I say, probably three days after I clip them, I keep it around. And, and that'll help you too so before you even start to bite them it's like okay i got a nail clipper in my pocket yeah go ahead and clip them down before you yeah. start to bite them my thing is mo- mostly subconscious i guess i guess one of my things is when i get anxious or when i'm deep in thought i start to bite my nails and so i've gotten a i have a ring on my on my right hand that has it's like a spinner ring and actually i had this ring long before all these fidget gadgets came out i bought this ring back in like 20 2009 2010 I thought it was cool online and so I bought it but I pulled that thing back out and realized it's actually a fidget spinner ring and I didn't even realize it that was a thing back then hmm. but anyway uh, I could play with that and that also keeps my mind off of biting my nails so as far as hair though you brought up a good point I wasn't even gonna talk about it but I don't use shampoo either I just condition it's called co-washing I just condition my hair when I go to wash it it's just conditioner is what I use and uh, I like the texture of my hair better from from the co-washing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anybody do anything for feet? Any feet hold powders? On, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. So what? Okay. You just gonna skip me on the hair thing? Oh, I thought you didn't have none because we had like a little pause. I was like, well, I know Jaron cuts his hair. I don't well, know. I mean, if he- yeah. I mean, you addressed everybody else. I was, was waiting for my turn. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hey, Jaron. What do you do for your hair, good sir? <laughs> actually, contrary to popular belief, um, there's actually a lot of things that a bald man such as myself, and I choose to be bald, uh, can do. Talk to about take it. Care of their uh, their <laughs> hair. So um, why don't you talk that? Talk with choosing to be bald, that means I have to maintain it uh, maybe twice a week because you don't. So what want does that it. involve? Uh, well, I cut my own hair. So the clippers pay for themselves. I got very, uh, not very expensive. Well, it's very expensive to me because I'm just a regular person. But I got these balding clippers uh, from Wall. So I just looked that up. Wall, W H A L. No bezel blades. Uh, bevel. You mean bevel? Bevel. <laughs> bevel. No. Well, see, I, I want to get the bevel, but um, now that it costs like what did it? Do you know what it cost, TJ? Was it like two hundred dollars or something crazy like that? Right. Oh, for the for the trimmers, the bevel trimmers. Yeah. Yeah, that was two. That was yeah. Was a hot so I'm, I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm not at that point in my life. But um, so I, I, w- I will support that. That's that's Tristan Walker. You know him, right? That's a, that's a black guy. Nah, them uh them them Andy T line is better than the Bevel ones though. Real talk. Who is is it? Who, do you know who that the, the is? The Andes. I don't know who it is. Okay, so 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 Tristan Walker, Tristan Walker, uh, was one of the uh, founders of uh, of Twitter. He was one of the founders of Twitter. It's a black guy from, I think he's from uh, like Compton or something. He's from the hood, and uh, he and he made these 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 the bevel. He made bevel because he realized like you know black people didn't have nothing for them, or people of color is what the way they say it don't don't have any uh, blades to cater to them. So support right, them because they get can. the we get the Nestle Crunch bars underneath our yeah. skin because we have the hair curling back in basically ingrown hairs creating the bumps and all that good stuff. Look into it, man. It's, 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 it's a cool dude. Um, so, but so I got the wall ball and clippers, um, and they were I don't think they was like a hundred, but they might have been like sixty or seventy. This is a, and that's all they do. And um, so I have to cut my hair like twice a week to make sure it's not like 
getting that peach fuzz or whatever. I mean, it grows back pretty fast, but you know, twice a week is good for me. Um, I do shampoo. I do use shampoo uh, when I when I take my showers. Yep. Um, so does that mean? Does that mean every not, day you shampoo every yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. I might not have to. But for me, because I did have, uh, like, razor bump issues, like, just on the back of my head. And I used to hate the way that shit looked, like, when I see it with other people. And I and I would imagine it looking the same for me. Uh, although it probably wasn't that bad, but anything was bad to me. Um, so that just became part of my ritual to shampoo. But in addition to that, I went through a whole bunch of products, you know, to help prevent, um, like, shaving bumps. So I did find some stuff that worked for me. So I do moisturize my head uh, after I'm done yep. every day. Uh, it's a good smelling uh, product, too. I don't know if I should call it out on the show, but... But it's this herbal um, moisturizer, something with tea tree oil is normally good. Tea tree uh, oil from most growth too. Yeah, this nigga got a whole kit here, by the way, man. And he oh, we he, talked <laughs> about it. We talked about it. This is my travel kit because I'm a hoe out here. This is a thought so, bag. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I call it. Yeah, you got a thought bag. So, um, <laughs> so I got that, and uh, yeah, so I do. I do have to do certain things, um, but did that you, also. Did you? Go ahead. When you, when you're bald and you're like, so do you do you shave bald? Or you just clip bald? I just clip because if I use like an actual shaver, like with shaving cream, um, at least back in the day, like I started shaving my head like my sophomore year in high school, and um, back then when I first started, like when I would shave like with a razor, it will my my skin would have a bad reaction to it. That's what happened oh, to me. And, and I would have a flare up. So I couldn't do that. So I have to use like trimmers. Same here. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was asking because I was going to wonder like, does it itch growing back? Does the same thing happen like on your head if you shave no. your head? Does it itch no. when it grows back? Okay. No. Um, no, but I guess to, but the, for the hair I do have, like my little facial hair, um, I, I, I shampoo that as well. And I got to keep it clean. And I got a few different, um, like, beard oils that I use. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know. That's 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 kind of new for me, where I recently started buying that kind of stuff. What does the beard oil do for you? I haven't used beard oil before. Um, beard oil. I have one that promotes growth, like healthy growth. But then I'll have one that's just like a daily kind of oil. That help like soften it, uh, makes it smell good. Like mine has got like a forest kind of scent to it. Yeah, um, <laughs> a forest. That's funny. Yeah, I mean it's it's like I don't know. That's important to me. Like again, scents, everything matters. Like if somebody's rubbing my face, it says forest blend. And so, <laughs> but now, I'm like, just thinking about a beard, like a big beard, is like going through a forest. So yeah, that's oh, okay, thought. gotcha. That's pretty funny. Gotcha. But you want your, you want your, your everything to smell fresh. So if you gotta, you know, if you're looking right, you know, a woman's gonna want to touch like everything that they can, even if they're not Man, trying to be obvious. So do you gotta do anything for compatibility? Now that I'm thinking about it. So if you have. You, so you got your you got your deodorant. So you I got do. Your cologne, yeah, yeah. You got your uh, beard oil. Uh, you got your lotion. Like you could technically 
you could have compatibility issues with yeah. like them clashing or something. Yeah, you could have you could have them clash, and I do, and that's one of the things I like experiment experimenting with, see what pairs well together. And yeah. so um, my goal is to find very manly smells, not anything fruity. Um, <laughs> and by fruity, I mean <laughs> like fruit nah, smelling. You can, be, you can be fruity, Jaren. That's cool, bro. I mean, well, I said I don't want it to be fruity. I'm just trying to say I'm not trying to. Hey, we just did the LGBTQIA show last <laughs> week. So I know. I know. Come on, man. I know better. <laughs> I don't want anything floral, floral smelling or. Um, that smells yeah. like fruit personally so uh, I go for the uh, wood smells tobacco smells uh, I, that's what I go for see I will rock with like a coconut uh, or a pineapple smell or something mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. um, I don't like must smell it's, it's, it's like paying it to smell musty mm -hmm. musk is not my friend <laughs> okay that's like uh, that's like buying your distressed jeans right like you, you buying jeans that got holes in them right you gonna pay for a smell to smell like you've been playing basketball? Yeah, man, I'm not feeling the musk. <laughs> you don't like so that. We we talked about um um when we had Homeboy Youngin on the show about women shaving, right? And so yeah. uh, I think we also said that as guys, we don't really care about like that type of thing. Since then, I have been. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't recall saying that. I d I do keep it like I'm a you proponent shaved? for. Yeah, I'm a proponent for shaving women. So no, I'm talking about okay. So so you do? I was gonna say so. It, I I I have to do the same thing too. So you so wear yeah. matching lingerie too? No, nah, I don't see. That's the thing. I don't wear lingerie. So that doesn't. So does your does your upper I, I, does your, does your I, I wife expect, beater got I expect my woman. I expect my woman to shave, and so I shave as well. You know what I'm saying? And you before, expect her to wear matching lingerie too? Huh? You expect her to wear matching lingerie too, though? That's if she wearing lingerie. Hell yeah. And it's not lingerie. It's matching underclothes. So panties and bras should be matching. Get your shit together. Ain't that what Lil' Kim said on TICD? Is, sure is you, that a big deal to you? Match your bras. Get your that, shit That's together. a big deal to you is 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 for your girl to... Do you care if a girl's wearing matching undergarments? If you know what's going down, yeah. If it's a regular day, who gives a fuck? But you don't go out on a date where you know you finna get lucky, dog, and put on some holy draws, do you? <laughs> no. But are you are you gonna uh, kick her out of the bed? I mean, I'm gonna smash this, but I'm gonna talk bad about it later. Say, hey, yeah, you exactly. gonna talk bad I'm about smash, it? Smash, but I'm yeah, gonna talk. You gonna you'll talk, talk bad about it? it. You gonna get some Jones? What What about um? This after the fact. What though. this? What, this is some carryover from my old show. What about shaving? Do you, Do you mind if she, if she if she shaved or 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 not? Um, you know what? I, I'm kind of in between. I, uh, I don't like big bushes, but I, as being a father of two daughters, I don't want to see nothing bald. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and that's exactly what I... Well, that's not exactly, but I did mention something similar to that on that show. You remember that, TJ? Yeah, yeah. I, you don't yeah, want, you don't I, want I, to I don't, really I don't, deal with nobody like a little it, kid down there. Yeah. I, I don't make the correlation because, I mean, you're obviously within a... Well... <laughs> Hopefully the people we're talking about here with adult women, but I'm obviously with an adult woman, and I know that the rest of her body is adult like. I'm not worried about her being shaven, looking like a kid. I just don't want no wild fucking forest because for me there's nothing arousing about that. It, I mean, there's been times that I couldn't work. It, it, my my shit wouldn't work because I saw a bush. It just wouldn't work. And you I had saw to find it. a reason. I had to find a reason to tell her why I couldn't make it work. 
You know what I'm saying? You had to find a reason. <laughs> I just being 100 with it. Nah, well, I'm see, this is before. Though, so. This is way before being 100 was the thing. And so we're just like, yeah, you know, uh, we we ain't we ain't been together long enough. You know what I'm saying? I, I like I don't I can't go through with this because you know I don't I don't care about you as much as I should. You know, I made some stupid ass <clears> excuse about not being in love so I couldn't have sex with her. And actually, she liked me a whole lot more after that. It was pretty crazy. But her bush still wasn't work. shaved. so you No, but it wasn't shaved, dog. And so nah. I had to tell her in another way that I would really like it. In the moment, I didn't have the heart to tell her the bush is turning me off. I didn't have the heart right then in the moment, but yeah. I suddenly told her later Hey, the bush is like, man, what Jay was talking about with the beard. Like, man, like you gotta think, man, all that hurt, it, it, it traps... Uh, smells, dirt, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, sweat. It, it's so much stuff that it can trap. So you don't want a, a a super big one, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. I, I can't do the bald thing. It it, it got to be manageable, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, hopefully, it ain't like Mandingo her down there either. <laughs> so <laughs> no her so, balls. So 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 with the whole beard and trapping scents and stuff, or what you just said. Um, so I have been. I, I've never used. I didn't used to put like shampoo down there, but that's mm-hmm. her. So I mean, yeah. I, I figure shampoo will work just down just the same down there as it would anywhere else. So I have been shampooing there, um, the the pubic region. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it's really changed anything, but it makes you feel good. <laughs> and and Look, I know that's what and life I know, is about making and, you feel. Good. And and I know if something goes down, at least my shit is healthy. It's got like vitamins and all that stuff down there. Um, so so and, then. And I, Huh? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, and also, uh, I do use. Uh, I have powder for for uh, my man parts too. Um, gotcha. I used to I used to laugh at my uh, at my high school not high school but college roommate. He used to always say uh, his name is Aaron, and he would be like, "All right, he'll walk in from it's our shower. It was like a community shower, like not in our room or whatever. So he had to walk to back to our room, and he would be like, "All right, you know what time it is." And he, that that would mean he's about to powder his balls, and I never I never got well. First of all, I mean I got why he did it, but I did like it was just funny to be he used to announce the shit to me, and he would do it like that every time. And like my friend I used to talk to back then, like she would hear him say it over the phone and just be cracking up. Is he would just be like, all right, you know what time it is, and I just know I have to turn around because he's about to powder his balls. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like trained. You know what, dude? I tried powdering so I for a, a short amount of time. Uh-huh. I didn't like the fact that the powder would go through the under. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Through the drawers and like get the crotch of your jeans or your yep. pants all white or yeah. just just powder all over the fucking place, dude. Yeah. And so I, I couldn't do that. But then as I got older, I found these products. One of them is called like Fresh Balls, uh-huh. and then there's another one. I forgot what the other one is called, but there's a ton of products that goes on this lotion, but it dries like as a light powder. So you don't have powder going through your drawers and everything. But then I started realizing that a lot of that has to do like a lot of the smells in in that region has to do with the type of clothes that you wear, too. Mm -hmm. So cotton underwear. This is why, like for workout clothes, you see a lot of polyesters and lycras and spandex and all that dry fit underwear now. Yeah, they do. And the reason is is because cotton fabrics it 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 traps moisture, 
right? It doesn't allow the moisture to evaporate. Right. And so bacteria starts growing and multiplying. And when that, when that bacteria metabolizes, it creates your body odor or AKA BO, AKA funk. Okay. Right. That's why you got funky balls. It's a lot of times because of the, because of the underwear that you're wearing. It could, it, it's a lot to do with that. Cause you're sweating down there. Right. Right. And so if you got fabrics that wick away sweat, and allow the sweat to dry before it metabolizes. So like a spandex type of underwear or ones that have like lycra polyester or whatever, or dry fit, like you were saying, you would have less problems with your smells down there. Not you particularly, I'm just saying. Yeah. And, and, um, and also, since a lot of guys aren't wearing that type of underwear, so like if you were the chick, you could just be like, hey, feel these underwear, you know what I'm saying? And that could be like a way to get her to that's your segue i don't know about i mean that. i've done it before <laughs> <laughs> hey but the quality of underwear man do make a difference dog man i, I mean yeah. e even with, with fit and movements yeah. like you you never realize but like i i think like me as far as growing up i focused a lot on the outside appearance like you want to have like a, a nice pair of jeans and a nice shirt Man, but your undergarments and, and, and the little detail stuff, like Jaron was pointing out, them just as important, maybe even more important. Yeah. Man, because back in the day, you know, we was wearing, like, uh, boxes and, and, and uh, uh, what you call those basketball shorts underneath our, right. our, 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 our jeans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but as a grown man, you can't pull that off. You no can't more. take off your jeans and you got basketball <laughs> shorts on. <laughs> Duh, hey, Byron, now you've so been sweating you all day on basketball shorts too. Duh, it's funny you say that. I was trying to explain that to like some 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 coworkers, and I mean, I'm I'm in Orange County. These these people have no idea about wearing a size 32 jeans, even though your waist was a 28. So that allowed you to wear basketball shorts underneath your jeans, and you was ready to hoop at any time. Anytime. They knew nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? It, so it's funny you brought that up because. I look. They were looking at me like I was an alien when I was telling. Them, yeah, I used to wear basketball shorts under every pair of jeans I had. So whenever it's time to hoop, I just take my jeans off and then. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, now, as far as the powder, back to the powder thing, real quick. Um, I use this thing uh, from Grooming Lounge, Super Powder, and they say you can use it all over your body, but I use it for my gentleman jewels. And um, wait a minute, what did you just say? <laughs> I use it for my gentleman jewels. <laughs> And so um, it's thin, so you can put you could just put a little bit on, and it doesn't go all over the place like you was complaining about, TJ. So, so I don't use the baby powder. Uh, I mean, I'm, I might sometimes, but like like I said, I got my products for every occasion. So, so powders for every the, occasion. What do you mean? I have different powder for different occasions. Oh, you got okay. the, the the everyday get up, and then yeah. you got the she's special. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm trying to impress get up. So, you know, if I want my boss to smell really good, as I know, you know, it, it'll be the super powder. Gotcha. Okay. So let me see. Oh, and now we can get back to where I was trying to go now because I almost left Jaren out with the hair. Feet. Anything special for feet? You got any powders for feet or anything like that? Um, Anybody do anything special? I don't have feet. smelly feet. Uh, so that that's never really been a problem for me. Plus, uh, I, I I now have a nice shoe rotation, so I really don't have. I think I think that you know probably shoe helps, rotation. right? 
yeah. And then I never I'm thought about t- it like that. But yeah, if if you if you going to work in your shoes and you working as a construction worker, you come home and you wearing those shoes to go. Every you know single, what I'm saying yeah. to go out in. You got your work sweat in your boots, or you, or you, or you just got the same work shoes you wear every day. You know, right. them shoes are gonna be reeking. I would imagine after a while. Uh, <laughs> But I don't have that problem since I got a nice shoe rotation nowadays. Um, plus, I'm also like a sock guy, so um, I got a bunch of different socks. And as far as like foot products, I really don't have anything. I just use my regular body lotion for my feet. Um, and uh, I haven't gotten a pedicure in a long time, but I do enjoy getting those, and yeah. I do think it's important. And I know I need to go back soon, but uh, so it sounds it. like Byron gets them, you get them. So you guys agree that there's nothing I, wrong with a man getting a manicure or a pedicure. A yeah, pedicure, I, definitely. I, I don't. I never I don't, got a manicure. Man, a manicures be on point too. You just got to get that dry buff, man. Like, mm-hmm. don't have them putting putting no uh no nail polish. Like even clear nail polish, you get that dry buff, man. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it even feel good just to get pampered. You yeah, know, it, it makes yeah. you feel like a king. You go to the right place, man. They they. Put, like you said, put, they'll put like cucumbers and stuff in mm. your water or whatever. You know, they do all kinds of crazy you stuff. You ever had man. that wax put on there, man? Yeah, oh, the wax is dope. Yeah, the yeah. wax is on point. The, the wax, wax is on dope. Where? On your feet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they put this pink wax on your feet. And it, it, it just, like, it's like candle wax if it is really what it is. I don't know if you ever played with candle wax as a kid. But I used to do the shit all the time. I used to like pulling it off. Yeah. And uh, so it's just like that. It's like this wax, but except it's a little softer. It comes off as like one big sheet, right? It, yeah. It, it kind of gets into like the little crevices and wrinkles of your feet and kind of pulls the stuff off of it. Man, but it had you feeling like, bitch, I'm a boss, dog. I'm going to do that shit, dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, I don't have any particular things that I do for my feet either. Uh, I would get a pedicure. I just haven't. Just got to make time for it, and I haven't. Um, keep your nails clipped clip too. You know what you could do at the crib, though, man. That's like quick. Like if you got like a bucket, man, you can get a bucket and put some hot water in there, like in the bathtub, and uh, put uh, apple cider vinegar and Listerine, dog, man. <laughs> and and no, Listerine. No, talk. Listerine, man. L- Listerine it kills fungus and all type of stuff. Listerine, yeah. man. Okay. So, so apple little, cider vinegar and Listerine. A little hood recipe and, for and your feet. Yo, did little, you find it on Pinterest? That sounds like some Pinterest shit right there. You know what? I've seen it on Pinterest, but I, I actually I, I googled it, man. Like it's just like a house remedy kind of thing. Yeah, man. You can go to the Dollar Tree, dog, that. get you a couple of them uh them uh, Listerine things, man, or even like if you take a shower, dog, man, you put it in a spray bottle and just spray like the solution on your feet, man. But it, it's it, just a life hack, like yeah. like pouring uh the the laundry detergent down your toilet to clean uh, to unclog yeah. the toilet. Yeah, it, it's it's just a life hack, man. I'm with that. I like that. Yeah, I'm with it too. That's why I was asking, did he get it off Pinterest? That sounds like something that, that because they, that's probably the probably they probably got it off of that because that's probably something similar. To what they use, like when you get your uh, pedicure, they'd be yeah. like that blue water, that, yeah, whatever. Water, water be blue. It, yep. It's probably it's probably like a similar uh, formula. It, it's the same chemical. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get like, it, girl. You know there ain't nothing but Listerine in that blue water. I real talk, <laughs> but that's what it is, man. It, it, life would be so much easier. I, I, I mean, it, that's like okay, like Jaren said. You know what I'm saying? Like he go, he don't go get his haircut. He get his haircut at home. 
it's so much shit that we can do at home, man, that we go out to pay other people for it, and we pay an overpriced for it because you have somebody else to do it, man. But like, if you you do the right googling, man, you can do that shit the nigga way, dog. I'm, I'm, and and, and I'm, shit, I'm, the I'm, smart I'm, way, man. Yeah, yeah, the nigga I'm, way. I'm, I'm a I'm a fan of of doing stuff at the crib, man. Cause yeah. man, you can soak your feet in a bucket, nigga, and, 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 and watch TV. You know. What I'm <laughs> They ain't got the, the TV at, at the shop. Ain't playing what you want to watch. You know and then you always complain about you don't know what they saying. They speaking another language. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about none of that shit. Right? Yeah, that's Just true. Like, that's true. So, so, but. Then there's that thing that Byron was talking about of just being pampered too, right? So it is it is cool. It feels good to go somewhere and have somebody else do it. For have you. your girl do it for you. Even better, man. Or you do yeah. that for your girl, and you now you got like a little uh, in-house uh, pedicure thing, and she gonna think that shit is so cute, right? Yeah, got, she don't, gonna, now don't hey. tell her you put Listerine on her feet now. <laughs> the Take the label out the bottom. Right there. <laughs> No, you just you just pour it in another bottle in a fancy bottle. Put some rose saying? petals on that shit. You just like pour it in another bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you pour it in, in a nice another bottle. bottle. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it's like I, I, it's funny how we never run out of this blue shit. It's like yeah, I know. It's just the listerine that you got under the cabinet and shit. Yeah, yeah. You, but you know, and you put some rose petals in the water so it make it look all nice. Yeah, that's how you do it, man. Life hack, dog. Really? For Valentine's Day. <laughs> right in time. Right on time. We came through. <laughs> right on time for Valentine's Day. Oh, speaking of that. So, we had a whole show last year that was just talking about Valentine's Day. We had two ladies on the show. And we would, mm-hmm. and you got to check that show out if you ain't heard it, bro. But uh, we just talked about Valentine's Day and my disdain for Valentine's Day. And we asked the ladies what they thought about it. What do you think about Valentine's Day? You bro? said you were trying for, for Valentine's Day? Yeah, or do you like it? My nigga, you you know what March fourteenth is, don't you? No, March fourteenth. Steak and BJ day. (laughs) Steak and BJ day, man. Steak and BJ day. It's March fourteenth. Yeah, two fourteen is is Valentine's Day. Three fourteen is Steak and BJ day. (laughs) It's also Pie Day. It's three one four day. It's a bunch of three one four day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but Steak and BJ day the only one that really count for though. That steak that is now BJ, officially man. the yeah steak and blowjob day man you ain't okay. never okay well you know what so it's gonna for me it's gonna have to be a, a cauliflower steak <laughs> cauliflower a Chilean steak and sea BJ bass day. and, and blowjob yeah Google it though it's it's a real holiday man you know what I'm saying it's just so as you real. Just real as anything Hello. else yeah I'm gonna effort that right now. <laughs> So, so I mean, yeah, I mean, what makes a holiday? You know, we talked. That's that's the whole thing we talked about last year. You know, so if we just want to make up some shit, like, yeah, why not? Steak and BJ Day. Uh, All right, I, so Urban Dictionary got us covered. All right, I'll be juicing still by this three fourteen. Uh, so, so March fourteenth, Steak and BJ Day was invented by Day. Tom Birdsey. May he live forever and may Shout the gods eternally bless his fate. Men everywhere <laughs> should build shrines and worship this man. <laughs> okay, seriously though, Steak and BJ Day was invented in response to Valentine's Day, a day in which men give the privilege of showing their infect- affection towards their women. Yada yada yada. All right, there you go. Steak and BJ Day, March fourteenth. So uh, I'm not gonna get too much. Into it. I was about to say why we can't get the the BJ and the steak on Valentine's Day too. I don't know. I, I mean, but that's the Look, thing. Everybody that's can't the, take care of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you gotta you gotta take turns taking care of each other, but I, I'm not one to I'm not one to celebrate. The wife asks, "So what are we doing for Valentine's Day this year?" 
No, my exact words was nothing. <laughs> we ain't doing nothing, yo. It's a regular day. We ain't doing hey, nothing. Real talk, I think Valentine's Day, it, it should be like, man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all catering to each other. If 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 you love somebody, man, you, you should be able to cater to them just the way they cater to you. I, I don't I don't feel like in our society that they really cater towards man in that holiday. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, people say stuff, well, man, well, Valentine's Day is supposed to be every day. Yeah, I agree with that, man. But, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like it should be special too. I really think Valentine's Day, the niggas who go hard is the, is the motherfuckers who've been fucking up the whole year already. <laughs> and they we talked, to, to we talked about that last year. We talked yep. about that. Yep. We talked. We All also right. talked about our particular significant, you know, our significant others are 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 happy majority of the year and so why do i have to go spend all this extra money and buy overpriced flowers and watch them die on the kitchen table you know just so you can have some instagram posts why do we got to do all that when you're taking care of all year long so yeah yeah so um so can we get back to the the maintaining stuff oh <laughs> uh, we didn't went out topic so many times <laughs> Yeah, real, I, I real quick. We did everything. What else? What uh, else we missing? Well, bro? Hold on. well, okay. So, um, so I guess the other for for the others uh, for the others section, um, I do face moisturizing. I have a whole process for that. So, um, like once a week, I do like the uh, the stuff that's kind of like feels like sand that kind of strips the the oils Exfoliate. and stuff. Exfoliate exfoliates and then i got um my daily thing where it's just like a basically a shampoo moisturizer for your face that i put on um, when i take my showers and then i have like facial like lotion that i use uh just for my face bro you sound like quite the diva bro hey <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do want to try uh, one of those scrubs though they be having man yeah. like the cocoa scrub yeah I, I haven't got into it. Uh, I do use uh, special wipes, you know what I'm saying, for my face. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I haven't got all the way into it. But I, I feel like the older I get, the the more I will because I'm trying to preserve my youth. So you talking about Diva, man. You don't want to be talking about... Uh uh, what were you? You were just saying it about moisturizing your skin and black yeah. don't crack and the stuff you got to do. I'm yeah. just trying to preserve things. I'm trying to keep clean and every. I feel like everything they make stuff with certain. Well, maybe we talked about how the ingredients on a lot of stuff be the same and just just a way for you to get another bot another bottle. Right. But, right. Um, it's all but, marketing. But perhaps it isn't, and and I'm not gonna. You know, it doesn't hurt me to take the chance to get like special stuff for those things so um so i do yeah no, i, I was just you. i was just doing a hint of hate your way you know how it goes man you start uh, you start eating vegetarian you know yeah somebody's gotta gotta hurl that hate your yeah. way uh with brushing my teeth i brush my teeth every day i use mouthwash and that's about it i don't floss i go see my dentist six times or not six times every six months and that's it ain't that, ain't that what you're supposed to do though yeah i'm just saying that's all i do uh, oh, I, don't, no. I don't go. He's, I don't go above he's supposed, and beyond. To, he's supposed to be flossing every day. I'm supposed to be flossing. But you know what, though, dog? For me, I I have to floss. I have mm -hmm. to floss because I don't feel like my teeth definitely feel cleaner when I do floss. So brushing without flossing is really really hard. I feel like my teeth aren't fully clean yet. So yeah. One of the one of the times I went to my dentist, this was some years back. 
the dentist told me that they could tell that I'm not flossing every day. And I told him, all right, yo, I'm going to start because your shit be bleeding when they do it. When they do it, <laughs> your, your guns start bleeding. Yeah, and see, mine do that because I don't floss. But my uh, my dentist told me not to floss. And, and that was when I'm like, I, I, I had got like my whole front grill redone, man. And they was like, don't floss. You know what I'm saying? Because I was asking them, should I start? And so I just never And he did. said, don't floss? I wonder what his yeah. reasoning was before that. Yeah, I, I don't know, cause I I was like, man, they was like everything checked out, but I I had got my my front two teeth fixed like maybe two or three years ago. Yeah, and and I was I was thinking like maybe I should start flossing because it was something that I wasn't doing, and it was like, nah, man, you straight. So I just I just don't do it, man. But I, I be uh I be gargling vigorously, dog, man, on my mama, dog. Yeah. Pause. I got. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pause. <laughs> I got. <that>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel comfortable no more, bro. And and I'm sorry. I know we just came out the LGBTQIA episode, but I mean, I had. To, I mean, dog, ain't you know wrong. what? Pause, hey, hey, if it's for a joke, dog, it's all fair game. Dog. That was the timing. Like I was thinking it, but I was like, nah, I'm not even gonna do. It. <laughs> okay, so uh, and one last thing I want to add in as far as my uh, ritual, uh, colognes, right? So, here's the what I feel the proper way to do it. And I got science to back it up. Um, you got science. Okay, I can't wait to hear this. So, so you get out the shower, your yeah. hot shower. You, you, you're reasonably dry. You spray the cologne on at that point. Okay. Where do you spray the cologne at? So, I spray, only do two sprays. Or that's if I use cologne or um, I also use oil. Like I said, it depends on the occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spray on my right wrist because my left wrist has a watch on. Um, so I don't like it. Like just something in my mind doesn't want it to be under the watch. Um, but on my right wrist, uh, on the bottom half of my wrist, on the bottom part of my wrist, where the big vein is, because Pause. that's... Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's where the heat is coming off of and and that's where science comes in uh you want to spray the stuff where heat is being given off of your body and so uh throughout the day your your body's evaporating that uh that scent um so i spray it one on my right side and uh on my right wrist and then i spray one spray or one swipe of oil on my left uh side of like my neck where you take your pulse uh-huh. because again for the same reason that's where heat is coming off and um and also when you hug somebody most of the time that's the side i'm going to and uh that's where they'll smell it okay well what what if she kisses your neck and get a mouthful of the cologne though that's 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 um collateral damage <laughs> that's, that's just something that happens man just hey just like if you go in for her neck there's a chance that you can get makeup <laughs> you know what I'm saying makeup Plus and I, or and perfume. I'm ticklish too I don't like that shit I don't I don't like the neck thing so I rock with the colognes as well uh, I do my and I don't do the I, wiping I the, the wrist together I don't do that yeah yeah I, you, I, I'll take and that's another reason I take my, my right wrist and I can wipe it if I needed to but I normally don't I normally just let it kind of yeah you're not supposed to rub it together because you're breaking yeah. down the crystals of the cologne and you can change yep. the scent so yep. don't rub together but i spray um behind my ear on both sides yep 
it's the same thing. Right. So that's, yeah. that's another place. Yeah. Yeah. So I spray behind my ear on both sides, so uh, I don't get the collateral damage if my wife is going for my neck. Right. right. She's the only one that's going to be going for my neck, kissing my neck. Okay. And uh, almost almost failed that test, y'all. Y'all trying to test me? I got y'all. I got y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and I do the chest as well. I spray my chest, so that'll be mm-hmm. for the front. Um, but some people have a problem with smelling cologne in their face all day. You know what I'm saying? That's why you really shouldn't spray your throat because you'll smell, you know, the smells coming up to your nose. And plus, you're not generating heat on your throat. So I just generally spray my chest. And then the two side spots behind my ear is where I generally spray at. Mm-hmm. But you got to be careful with those colognes, man, because some colognes are heavier than others. So if you get yeah. the oil day toilet versus the oil day perfume, one is more oil based, one is more water based. And. If you spray too, you, you can't treat all colognes as equal. You can't do like if somebody has a ritual for four sprays, it might, four sprays of one cologne, it might will kill much. you versus four sprays it, of another cologne. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that's, that's like, and that's like I said, man, and then I, like I have like six per- different deodorants because I like to experiment and see what goes with what and how everything works. So are, are you a cologne wearer, Byron? You do cologne? Um, actually, I am. I got different colognes for different occasions, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I, got your daily I, joint. I got, you got the daily joint. I got the special occasion joint. I yep. got the joint that's in the glove compartment in the car just in I case do. I'm yep. in a rush. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you know I got that. I got that. <laughs> you, you, got, you got to have different ones. But, uh, I mean, like, I do behind the ears. But sometimes I, I'll, I'll spray my clothes because yep. I, I don't want it on my body. If okay. I have a light colored shirt on, I won't do it. But if I have a dark colored shirt, I don't care. Okay. But uh, the, uh, the, the the right wrist, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And that's the one you shake your hand yeah. and move the most yeah. more than your left where your watch is. Yeah. So that makes perfect sense. And don't, and don't spray your junk. I, Come on, I, man. I, I want my junk to smell good. How come that's why you got the powder, man. Hey, when you start going into stuff like that, man, because I, I, I've come across a, a couple of females in the past who've done that. You know what I'm saying? A keyword past. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm wait, you, you try you try to go down and then like you get this <laughs> sensation on your tongue, like ah, what what is that? Did you spray something down there? Yeah, <laughs> man, it's, it's just it, it's too much. It make it make you think a person trying to hide something when you go to that extent. Yeah, <laughs> and like I said, oh, you got funny. you have to you have Putting to perfume be on the trash man. can. Yeah, <laughs> be be considerate, be respectful. Don't spray your dick. Simple as that. Yeah, that's funny. Might be yeah. trying to hide some. He might be trying to hide some if he's spraying down there. Nah, that's what it is. If you going that hard, it, it's like you covering up something. <laughs> I, I, I soap and water at the end of the day is the best smell above anything, man. But make sure you get good soap though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have the right stuff. You got to you have to experiment with that. I, I mean. I used to wear this Ed Hardy uh, cologne, man. I don't remember what the name of it, but it smelled like soap and water. Yeah. The actual cologne. Yeah, 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 yeah. It had a clean scent versus like yeah. a, a floral or some other type of scent or the musk that you don't like, right? Yeah, it, it, it's all mental too, man. You it's, smell soap and water, it's, it, it's going to make whoever you're dealing with more free. And and, and, one, and one more thing. I, I, I probably could do this even more, but like wear watches, man. Wear, wear a watch because that's what men do it's it's a very classic thing that uh women aren't used to seeing nowadays since everybody has their clock on the phone i love watches you know wear a watch man yeah even though you're not gonna use it but, I, I, but I it's use a mine. nice accessory 
<laughs> hey, but you know what? I'm that dude who will buy a watch and a battery will run out, and I would still wear the. I watch. would still wear it. Yeah, I, I got. I got at least if five I had watches, to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it's for decoration. I have. I have. A, I have a watch with a dead battery in my car. I, I, like, I got. A, I got a Nixon man, and it was like five hundred dollars, dog man, and the, and the battery's dead, and I've never once tried to replace the. Battery dog, it's so it. easy to change though. They're not hard to do. Man, and there's but, a guy. That's but, a guy but it's not. easier to just to get my phone out the pocket. <laughs> Yeah, There's a guy I love who would do it for nine. Yo, bucks. the one time I tried to and rock he's, my he's watch, yo, the one time I tried to rock my watch with no battery, a lady called me out on it. <laughs> She's like, she was like, "Oh, your your time is your battery working? Your time is way off." Oh, you have to say it's like, "Oh, oh wow, I didn't uh, even notice it." That's what no I did. I played man. it off. I yeah, played it no, off just like no that. Shame. Or yeah, you could do that. Yeah, like you could you could play it off like. Or you could use it as an opportunity to kind of show your personality. Be like, yeah, I know. I just want it to look good. Yeah. You know, man. you can. I'll be owning those. You can, you can play it off. That's that's kind of a. a no, I, I played too. I played it off because I knowingly put that that broke ass watch on my wrist, bro, and, and, and she spotted and, it, man. And you know what? She knowingly walked away like, aha, he lying. And then <laughs> All right, man. This, so, has anybody else got anything? Any other tips? Any other maintaining things that you do? Uh, wash your balls. It's for a good cause. Boom. I'm out. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Man, sanitary is very necessary. Bam. Come on, Jaren. You got to finish it, dog. We need I already to gave mine, man. I already said um, be respectful. Don't don't spray cologne on your dick. Boom. All right. It didn't rhyme, but it still got, gave a it's really good message. still a hot message, take, dog. bro. It's <laughs> still a good message uh, You could be listening to anyone in the world right now However you're listening to us And we appreciate that uh, Before I finish this out wow. Byron You want to go up? ahead and throw out your, your social media details You know what I'm saying Some handles or some names you. Anything like uh, that Again, and, and just the, what do you have coming up Do you uh, Anything you want to promote That kind of stuff Uh uh, Jack of all trades, master of none. That's that's me. What I got going on? Um, first, let me hit my social media. I'm anonymous on almost everything. A nine A M I S a nine a miss. Um, yeah. That's not hard to. Nope. And remember. that nine is the whole number nine, by the way. Right, the number nine. You can look me up on uh, Facebook by that name, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, whatever it be. I probably locked down the name for somebody else. It was a cat in Houston who was trying to take all the uh, the websites. Man, I beat that nigga to it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I'm working on a cookbook right now, man. It's, it's called uh, Vegetarian Foods for Fried Chicken Lovers. And what I want to do with that, my goal is to introduce normal foods to people who like meat. Because, like, even though I'm a vegetarian, man, fried chicken is still my favorite food. And I want to introduce foods to people who want to become vegetarian, man, but, like, can't resist the craving. Uh, me and my bro, Suge, happy birthday, Suge. Today is his birthday. We working on an yeah, album called Never Not Working, Volume 1. Um, What else am I doing? Um... Uh, I, I style I do custom made jackets and, and, and denim and, and stuff like that with patches and uh, pins and, and distressed denim that, that type of stuff um, so if you're looking for a special made piece for some type of event I can rock with you on that just hit can, me up on can somebody Instagram. can somebody bring they uh, they uh, Levi Jordan force to you man them was is ugly dog you like them 
They got a match. I think if you distress them, I think that'd be dope. Man, they got a man, but you would. That would be kind of dumb to distress some shoes you paid that much for. <laughs> no, nah, man, that'd be unique, a one of one. Hey, cause they they got a matching jacket to go with that too. Look it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. So you got I, the. But uh, I distress I I distress your fours. You know what I'm saying? My beliefs <laughs> and business do not mix, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know, bro. Yeah. Oh, so do you still do production as well? Are you still doing that? Yeah, I'm still doing production. Anybody looking for beats, they can hit me up. Um. What else do I do? Um, I, I still draw well, for local. You, sound you said what? Man, I am real talk. I definitely am, but you know what I'm saying. If you hit me up, I can make time for it. Uh, money makes time. Time makes money. Yep, I got you. Anything else? You got them all out? Uh, yeah. Uh, but out of all the social medias i, I really want to encourage people to check out my instagram that's probably where it's the one-stop shop i'm working on a website called i'm st lou i-m-s-t-l-o-u dot uh, com that's my business llc it's not up right now i just have the domain so just work with me but when it is up my instagram will be the first place i'll post it okay cool and, and shout out to who, uh, shout out to Young Boston over here sleeping. Yeah, now. Young probably, Boston over here snoring. Probably I'm snoring on the, the show. It's, it's okay. Hold yeah. on, here you go. Here she go. Here she go. Hold on. All right, so that's her contrib- contribution to the show. There you go. <laughs> she got some other contributions too in the middle. Yeah, she still, do. Though. It's all good. And in case you didn't know, Jen and I have another Corporate Streets Productions called The Power Cast. We read the book The Forty Eight Laws of Power Laws by of Robert Power. Green. Mm-hmm. We put our. Uh, corporate street twist to it so i know regardless of that mentality you got you want to have that power so what we're doing we're helping you gain maintain attain sustain power go check it out it's on soundcloud hey. the corporate streets you want to email us you can hit us up at the corporate streets at gmail.com you know who we are man we are the advice connoisseur so drop us a line we can help you whatever situation you got going on you can hit us up on twitter our handle is at corp streets And you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who love and respect black history. So to commemorate one of the greatest athletes ever, they trying to cop those retro Air Jordan black cement threes. (laughs) Peace. Hey, yo, that was his first MVP season. That was historic, yo. That's the only reason I'm doing it. That's when he came back after uh, having the the foot surgery. And yeah, man, he's good. There you go. So if you're going to get any pair of Byron, you should get those cement threes that's coming out next week. (laughs) <laughs> Man. Not happening. And thank you for thank you to Byron for coming on the show. Uh he's been here since day one again. He made our uh our uh, intro music and he's known about the podcast before anybody else did. So Th- thank you yeah. for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. We out. Peace. All right.